man, I, obviously a dudes out there with their orbitals really broke. They yeah. eye hanging out. Yeah, like Bobo, that shit broke my heart though. I love Bobo. <clears throat> Bobo. Bobo O'Bannon, huh? For yeah. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 15. Yeah, Bobo O'Bannon's uh, people were sitting right in front of us. So Bobo's from Mississippi, right? We didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Bobo's people were sitting right in front of us and they turned around and like, because I was I think I went like eight and one that night picking picking on the card. And the guy was like, he goes, who you got in the main event? I was like, Sam Shoemaker. He goes, Bobo. I was like, Sam Shoemaker, fast. Yeah, yeah. He was like, and he, he was like, he was like, uh-uh, you got the wrong pick. I was like, all right. So when he came out, you know, I, I told him, I said, I don't, I don't care either way. I said, I'm just telling you who's going to win. And the first time Sam hit that dude, oh, yeah. and the guy turned around and looked at me. And I was just like. <laughs> Hey, but I fucking right. love Bobo, bro. Yeah, yeah I do. I do love Bobo. What, 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 Where's he from? What does he do? Because we don't... Uh... I, I don't know him like that, but I told him after the fight, I said, hey, look, man, you come out to uh, Jason Knight in Loosedale, and I'm going to work on your cardio, and I'm going to get you right. Because that's how I am, man. I, I, when, if you and my family, I fucking love you, and I'm going to rock with you. That's why I rock with y'all. I think, I think Bobo needs to go ahead and hang them gloves up. I think he do too, cause I mean he gonna get a speech impediment. He keep doing. It. <laughs> I just don't think he cares. I think he's. I think he's trying to prove he, something he to got, himself. Yeah, for real. And, he, you know, and those guys, and those guys who who are not fighters, but but consistently put themselves in there, they often wind up getting fucked up. Yeah. So, well, at least in bare knuckle, it's quick. You're trying to fight, right, trying not. to prove something to yourself that's not there, especially when you're that large of a man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because right. Because everybody fucking hits hard. I mean, oh. it's like, bro. So Sam Shoemaker hurt him. It's like, bro, what if he'd fall fucking Josh Burns? All right. Right. Yeah. Question: Who's the best bare knuckle fighter? In which weight class? All of them. In my are. opinion, Lorenzo Hunt is no. fucking killing uh, shit. Lorenzo's he's, good. He, he's, he is he's, killing he's shit. Only got a he's couple good. Fights, he's good, but he, he's not the best. Uh, he's not. He's not sleeping people like. No, like no, he's people. killing shit though. Uh, probably, probably Reggie Barnett. Yeah, Reggie yeah. Barnett is. Yeah. he's cold. Uh, Reggie I would agree with that. Uh, Reggie cold. Barnett followed closely by Luis Palomino. Yeah, yeah, he's cold as shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to argue against uh, Reggie Barnett right now. And guys, we are live. Awesome. Jeffrey Hoffman here with Nikki the G Nicholas Sherlock. Welcoming everybody to the 23rd episode of the Fight Sport Focus Podcast. We're joined by Greg. Double G. Oh, man, I was going to do it. You did it. Gidry. Dude, you did it a hell of a lot better than I was going to do. Jamal, you want to do yours? Because, I mean, if you know anything. I'm going to let Nick do mine because it sounds so cool when he says it. So we have Jamal the Plague Jenkins on the card tonight. That's so (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Jamal Jamal Jenkins is currently hiding out in the Fight Sport Focus studio because we're Pretty sure local law enforcement is looking at him for executing a man Friday. <laughs> oh, they're after him for sure. Yeah. He get, Murder definitely killed the guy with a trident. Man, he deserved it, bro. <laughs> he was talking so much shit during the weigh-in, talking about how skinny I was and how he was going to knock me out and how I just wasn't up to up to his level and all this shit here. And I was by myself. It was just being, me and my baby mom. Yeah. And it was him and probably like six other guys. And they were laughing at me when I weighed in. They were like, oh, he's so skinny. He, you're going to knock him out. You're going to kill him. And I I killed you in 27 seconds. Yeah, That's and, unbelievable. So we heard a rumor that he was telling the promoter, like, I'm 10 and 0. Yes. I am the best fighter on the planet. Quote, unquote, the greatest yes. fighter on the planet. Yes. He, he walked up yeah. to Dynamite, uh, the ring announcer, before oh, the fight started and was like, hey, make sure you get my name right. I am the whatever. He's a Dynamite. Looking no, no, no. At him like, all right, bro, I'll make sure I get it right. He's like, you should probably worry about this a gorilla getting in the cage to fight you right <laughs> what now. He re- what he requested was the nickname be pronounced the and then whatever yeah. his, his name was. And then on top of that, before our fight, he was coming back and forth, mean mugging me in the locker room. Like, pause, I'm just sitting down getting pause, my hands right. Pause. His warm-up, though, before the fight 
Did y'all see that shit? What was that? Carl McGraw? Like, what was I, I thought he we were just stretching out the, the groin, man. You want right. to have that flexibility down there, you know, just in case things got hairy. Hey. You know what I'm saying? You needed them hip flexors. Hey, you won, the, you won the fight, but he had the best exit of the night. That dude got, got to get in a helicopter that night. Yeah. Man. <laughs> DOA. <laughs> I'm going to tell you honestly, bro. Yeah. You ever been on a helicopter? That well, shit scared well, me. Has. Like, I thought I killed him legit. Bro, I thought I legit killed him. I did, too. He wasn't moving at all. And, and at the end of the day, dude, that wasn't your fault. That was the ref's fault. Yeah. Because as the rules of the other fight, you keep fighting until the ref tells you to stop. And, you know, Big John was just a couple seconds late getting there and, you know, shit happens. Right. But, dude, that was an excellent performance. Uh, I mean, so have you been kind of eyeing out the 205 landscape in the Gulf Coast, seeing if uh, anybody you want next? Because, I mean, you took literally zero damage. I've been I've been I've been just, you know, kind of looking a little bit. But really, it doesn't matter to me, man, because as I said earlier, um, you're going to have to show me you can beat me. Right. I might not be the best in the world. I haven't been training forever, but you are definitely going to have to show me you can beat me. Right. Yeah, dude. I mean, to say that was a first performance, I mean, that's, that's one hell of a homecoming, but you get the gift and the curse now. You really got, not. you got, you got the gift of, oh shit, this dude's got nasty power. And now, then you have, all right, let's give him a killer. And so dude, but that's, that's, that's where it forms. I mean, iron sharpens iron, you know, you got to You got to get in that fire to get forged into the warrior that you're trying to become. So, I mean, I think you're up for the challenge. I mean, you look like you're a sturdy guy. Definitely. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier outside that after that fight, you know, it's a great fight, but you know, it might be hard for you to get competition. And it's like, no, it's not going to be hard. But you're just going to have to accept guys that are a lot tougher than what you were hoping yeah, right, probably yeah. this early in your career. Right. There's going to be guys that are going to want it, but they're going to have a little bit of a different record. Hey, but that's cool because they're going to get jamal It's yeah. a thing. Uh, they have a term. <laughs> my my professor named a term after me. It's it's, it's spelled J-A-M-U-A-L-E-D. Jamal, right? Jamal. Yeah. Jamal. Yeah. yeah. Like I walked yeah. in the gym the other day and I wasn't there, but they were talking about it. And they was like, okay, now if you don't want to get jamal you don't do this. And then, I, then when I walked in, they were like, oh, shit, there's yeah. tomorrow. It was perfect timing. I, I saw the meme they put up because as soon as the fight oh, was yeah. over, I looked at Jeffrey and went, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Christian actually sent that over to me last night, too. Dude, between meme, was- you and then Jules Scott murdered Malcolm Jenkins on that same car. Like, yeah. bro, when Jewel hit Jamal, like he dropped and busted his face on his own knee. This or, is uh, true. Like, Drew hit, uh, Jewel hit that dude with some... Uh, Dragon Ball Z shit. You know the, how they just run past each other and get cracked? Was that, that was the, the shorter guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That dude was awesome. City. Yeah. That was awesome. I talked to him after that. I told him oh, that was dude. cool. Yeah, cracking him. Cracking him out there, right? Two knockdowns. Two big knockdowns. Couple big nights. I again. was just telling him, man, I really would have liked to have seen them, them shots the week before. Hey, that and real talk, card, man. our little brother out there, that's Justin Robertson. You fuck with him, we coming for you. Justin That's my Robinson. little brother. He, I still got my stamp on him. You fuck with him, I'm coming to murder you. That's my family. <laughs> so, Justin Robinson, Mid-City MMA. Yes. 3-0 amateur. Yes, sir. Yeah, Justin's our family. 3-0 yeah. amateur welterweights. Yes, he's got to stay off the donuts, and we going to get him back where he needs to be. Absolutely. Wait, you went back to lightweight. Yeah, back uh, to 145. Man. King of the ring. 145. Nice. 145. That's where he needs to be. Right, featherweight. All right. So that's yeah. 25 pound drop right there. You, yeah. So is that just donuts, man? That's a lot of weight. That's a <laughs> no, lot. He's, a, he's a fat boy right now. He's yeah. definitely a dough boy. I have seen Justin on many occasions and I have never seen any dough on that body. So I don't know what y'all are looking at. Y'all. <laughs> he's got it. All right. All right. Well, we might have to go up on weight class, but that's up for him to decide that. That's not my yeah, choice. He's a little short for 170, though, right? He's so yeah. guys, so Double yeah. G fought on the second night of Empire Fight. So, uh, so we can uh, recap that one. So that the night started off with Dylan. 
Dylan Oliver from Mid City MMA absolutely beating Sammy Reeves yeah. uh, with the third round TKO. But that fight was over well before they got to the third yeah, round. This is true. Uh, then you had... We're gonna- we can skip over to kids. Yes, BJJ. I am. Uh, he's, he's got an objection to the kids BJJ. It's, it's, this is fight sports focus, not <laughs> hey, kids BJJ. We got to give a shout zone? out to my girl, Natalie, <laughs> though. Because I have witnessed her tap 16 kids legit in a row in under five minutes. Shout out to Natalie Davidson. I've yep. got my yeah. notes. I've got yeah. my notes. Here. And then my my dude, one of my favorite dudes, Giovanni, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that was Giovanni good, Giovanni got tats. See, that's my guy, Yeah, Giovanni bro. Iglesias, he had the back yeah. tattoo, he had the whole leg, oh, yeah. the whole He's leg tired. sleeve going nice. on. He was tired. <laughs> yeah. And in the second MMA fight, we had Ali Alamohani. Hope I said that right. That was good, dude. Uh, versus Kalik Battle. And Kalik Battle had a big second round knockout in that mm-hmm. fight. Uh, then moving right along, we had Ethan Key with a big first round TKO. You know Ethan? Right. Ethan Key, I don't know. He's nah. sharing somebody's stuff. Uh, oh, maybe uh, Wright's stuff he's sharing a lot. I think those two guys are together. Him and yeah. Kyle Wright, yeah. I think, are together. I have no idea. Then we had Dalton Lowe versus Luke, Luke Saxon. He was a winner by uh, Dalton Lowe won by first round submission due to triangle choke. Then moving on, and we had some little heavyweight action with Jawalski Carnage Bethley versus Re- uh, Logan Crosby, uh, and he won by a first round submission through a rear naked choke. Yeah, who doesn't love him? Some Jawalski Bethley, man. Hold on, hold awesome on. Logan guy. Crosby is cousins to Shane Dixon. You're right about that. Okay, right, they fought cool. each other a couple weeks ago on the yeah, Atlas they Guard. They did. They I think did. they're uh, distant cousins, man. But y'all from Mississippi, y'all know how that goes down. <laughs> what? I'm not from Mississippi. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why he's laughing because he knows the truth <laughs> gotta keep the bloodline pure yeah uh, <laughs> and then we had Larry Bradford versus Kyle Wright uh, Larry Bradford uh, won a uh, unanimous decision Larry Bradford I think uh, recent Josh Mancuso brown belt right? absolutely he is a Josh Mancuso brown belt yeah, just got that brown belt uh, then we had William Banks versus Jaime Garcia after Jaime Garcia got the hell beat out of him by Justin, uh, by Jacob Small from Mid-City in the bloodiest fight of the year. Can yeah. we talk about that whole situation? Turns- I don't. I don't want to talk about that because he shouldn't have fought two nights in a row. Right? Do, you, do you know the situation? No, I do. Okay, so, oh, from the so night when Jaime was announced as Jacob Small's opponent, he went on Facebook and contacted Jacob by sending him his mugshot, telling him how much he sucked at jujitsu and things like that. Then he went a step further. He contacted Jacob's girlfriend and yeah. starts hitting on her through social media. Oh no! But wait, there's more. <laughs> so they get uh, they get to the cage, and um, obviously Jacob takes him down right away. I mean, this dude Jaime doesn't even look like he looks like he. They asked me what he went to jail for, and I was like, just by looking at him. I'm going to assume meth. I'm going to assume <laughs> Mail fraud. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Methadone. That's what it was. No, Nobody convinced me differently. They went to the ground. Jacob starts pounding him. He goes to grab the choke, and you hear Sean Gaten go, let it go. This is going to be a long night. <laughs> and he starts like one shot at a time. And it was a bad stoppage. Yeah. Griswold should have not stopped that fight. Blood is the same as sweat. If anything, you pause the fight. Doctor comes in. Doctor makes a choice, but that was a bad stoppage. But he turns pro. So Jaime turns. I don't pro. know all the blood. My wife said it should have been a rape kit in there. It could. It could have been. <laughs> but it was only from his chin. He yeah, was cut. That was, it was a okay. little cut on the okay. chin. All right, I got you. All right. So could have did a rape kit though, right. man. Coming in with the swabs. Might have I mean, been, oh, been some man. semen in there, it man. Because he got yeah, fucked. He got a rape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so the very next night he turns pro. 
to fight William Banks. So I'm assuming he didn't have money to get home or he needed some meth yeah, that great or whatever it was. I mean, you know? so he turned pro and then William Banks welcomes him to the professional ranks by choking him unconscious. Wow. Which it, was awesome. Twitchy legs. Yeah. <laughs> then we had the first of the Hughes brothers on the night, Dennis Hughes versus Calvin Glover. And Dennis won by a first round submission. And that was weird. Because, like, I'm a fan of Dennis Hughes. Like, yep. I love Dennis Hughes. But, like, the fight was kind of weird because it was like, I didn't know what happened. Oh, man. Uh, I was sitting right there, man. I, I can tell you exactly what happened. Uh, Glover uh, on his back. He's got half guard, right? So he's got his leg uh, over uh, Dennis's leg, right? And uh, Dennis is working on, what was it? A head and arm choke, right? Head and arm. So he's got his leg locked here in half guard. What Calvin did was he took his leg out of half guard and put it down on the mat straight. And Griswold saw that the referee saw that and thought that that was him, a sign of him going out. All he yeah. did was he moved his leg from that half guard and straightened it out. It hit the mat and the referee went in and stopped it. I could tell you he wasn't out, man. And obviously he jumped right up. See, so, I mean, when, that's, when we interviewed Dennis Hughes, he said he thought he was out. Yeah. But I mean, so it's kinda, he didn't he didn't know who was tapping him. No. Right. And in the fight, I can understand that. Right. Right. But we talk about this all the time. If it's just a blood choke, I mean, you, you don't need to err so much on the side of caution, because what's the worst that can happen for that to be to serious? It needs to be like 45 or 50 seconds too late. Right. right. For, for that to be anything serious, it needs to be like a minute yeah, too late. If you're a couple seconds, let it go. Be sure. If you're manipulating a the joint, then yeah, being a second or two too late can fuck somebody up for the rest of them life for, for the rest of their lives. But for just a blood choke, I mean, you, you can err to the side of are yeah. you out? Are you out? Yeah, you good? You good? You good? He's out. Get off of him. The ref didn't yeah. even check him. He didn't grab his hand, shake him, no. ask him for a thumbs up, nothing. No, he just nothing. went in and stopped the fight, which in this was his second bad call in two nights, in my opinion. Who was the ref in that fight? John Griswold. John oh. Money Shag Griswold. Okay, yeah. And oh. obviously Nick is a referee here in Louisiana, yeah. so his opinion holds a little bit yeah. more. I love Griswold, but he oh. DQ'd me my first fight. For, <laughs> what, for what? what was that DQ about? A mouthpiece. I spit go, it out. Go ahead, share it for the people that don't know. because Yeah, like I was fighting on a broke leg, legit. Like legit broke leg. I won the first round by three points. Was winning the second round by one point. The third round started. Yeah, he was getting me, but I spit my mouthpiece out because I couldn't do cardio and I was going to wrestle this dude and finish this shit. And you know what I mean? What was up with the mouthpiece? It was fucking up your breathing? I had a cheap mouthpiece because I ain't had sponsors at the time, man. You know what I mean? I got kids and shit. It's Christmas. You got to get the one that they use in football now. It's got the hole in the middle so you can keep your mouth closed. Now I got that though. And my sponsor seen that and he was like, we're not going to let him lose anymore because of a mouthpiece. And they got me a custom mouth guard. Nice. And then in the next fight of the night, we had Mark Coker versus Ryan Jones. And Mark Coker won by a first round arm triangle submission. Coming on down to the next fight is old Greg Double D Gidry versus Shane Dixon. And Mr. Gidry won by a first round knockout. Then we had another. This fight had more controversy on Facebook than it did in the actual fight. We had Evan Free Freeman versus Chase McNeil. Uh, Evan, Evan Freeman had a dominant performance. We all saw the fight. Right, we all right. agree how it went down. Right. Completely dominated the fight. Um, then they had a little back and forth. Uh, Chase McNeil decided to make some excuses on the fight on uh, Vin Lee, which is Evan's brother's Facebook page about no society shorts. And oh, man. The comment section got a little live. It was hilarious. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of with uh, Paula Costa after that Israel had assigned you fight. And it's like, well, let's yeah. run it back. Let's do this. And it's like, dude, you had every opportunity in the world right. to do whatever the fuck you wanted to me just a week ago. And you didn't. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing. You know, like Chase had it's 15 that, minutes or yeah. 12 minutes to do whatever he wanted to do. And both guys, both fighters were, you know, gun shy in that fight. But 
See, I don't think Evan's Evan was, not talking. Shit. I don't think Evan was gun shy. I think that well, I was, think that they were both looking, waiting for the counter. I think right? that's and if you got two guys. That I think that's that Evan's uh, game plan because I mean, if you look at Tan, Tan fights the same way. Yeah, and that's just kind of how they fight. Yeah, but from Chase's perspective, Evan's not on there talking shit, right? Yeah, I mean, right. it's you. You had twelve minutes to do whatever you wanted to do to do just a day ago, yeah. right? Like we don't need to run it back. We don't need yeah. all the shit talk. Like whatever you're feeling right now, you should have did it twenty like, hours ago. Like he threw, he, he threw, he threw two strikes. Two, and sometimes if the striking game isn't working because the man is too fast. He, he, you have to cut an angle. You have to change the game plan. Like you have to big. And I don't know if that's so much as Chase's fault as it is his team's fault, where his head coach is. I mean, you have to you have to make adjustments on the fly. Hey, and, and that I, that's true. And that's what a lot of fighters don't have because only thing they want to do is bang all the time. And, that, and it's kind of what he said. He goes, he goes, I'm a damn a real fighter. He didn't want to stand and bang. And it's like. Bro, this is a mixed martial arts contest. We're not fighting at the taco spot at three right. in the morning. Like right. we're uh we're in here trying to advance. This is the sport. Like these guys are athletes, high level athletes. And yep. Evan Freeman has Vin Lee in his uh, in his corner. And a lot of people don't give Vin the respect he deserves. Vin Lee is one of the greatest MMA minds in the state right now. He's a younger guy, but this dude is Bill Belichick. Like he figures you out very quickly. He sees the angles. He sees the math. And he can chop up a game plan on the yeah. fly to adjust things. Yeah. And that's uh, like my coach. He's underrated, underrated, but he always yeah. says, do the math. Yep. And I mean, that's basically what they're doing. Who now. is in your corner Saturday uh, night? Uh, I, I mean, I'm a fan of the females, bro. I'm sorry. I got Monica Medina. 2020, man. And Hold I got out. Sarah Manzaglio. All right. Cool, I think man. that's how you say it. I'm pretty sure. It's Italian. I think she's mob related, <laughs> but you know so, what I mean? I got it, it two might, women. It might, it might be a fake name. We don't yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the phenomenal fit uh, ladies. And great. then yeah. the, yeah. Then the next ladies. fight on the card, we had Ethan Hughes versus Douglas Freeman, where Ethan Hughes won a, looks like it says here, a split decision. Now, I love Ethan Hughes. We had him on the show. Great guy, great fighter. He did not win this fight. That's he, my brother. Th- I'm no comment. He definitely lost this fight to Douglas Freeman. We were, we were talking about uh, this earlier, and in order for Ethan, let's ask for the next one. We were talking about this earlier, uh, but. Uh, in order for Ethan to win that fight, somebody had to give him that third round. Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't see it happen. And the guy that we were sitting next to, the judge, yeah. he actually had them bring over the scorecards, right? He wanted yeah. to see mm-hmm. because he knew how he had scored it. He wanted yeah. to see what the other two guys had. And they yeah. both they both looked pretty fucking gassed too. Yeah, I think I think the difference is was Douglas's uh stand up. He did drop Ethan. Yeah. He did. And he did that. They both took each other down about the same, and no one really controlled on the ground at all. But if you look at the shots on the feet, uh Douglas was wearing the damage a little more, but I think he was landing more violent shots. Hey, Douglas is army, and I got to yeah. support that. They're both my brothers. I love them both. I mean, but. Great guys. Great guys. <laughs> Douglas then, has got that army resilient. Yep. And I mean. That no, no, it no was say close. die. It was close. It was a close fight, but yeah. I think it was clear that Douglas Freeman won. Amateur fight. fight, right? Like the wins and losses don't necessarily matter. The yes, experience sure. is what's is yep, what's key. Right. And, they, and both of them are going to grow exponentially from that fight. Yeah. And that fight was for the well, the, the Evan hey, Freeman Chase McNeil fight was for the amateur one thirty five fight that Evan already had that belt. He defended it. Ethan Hughes won the one seventy title in this fight, amateur title. And then in the next fight, the one fifty five amateur, it was Jordan Juno versus uh, Kenny Grover, and Jordan Juno absolutely dominated that fight from bell to bell. Yeah, yeah. he did. And Impressive. Then, and then Impressive moving fight. on to the main event for that night was Dennis Labruzzo versus George Green. And they gave Labruzzo a decision. And once again, no disrespect to Labruzzo, yeah. but he did not win that fight. Yeah, Labruzzo is a great guy. I like him. I've talked to him a little bit. And yeah, like you said, with all due respect, he did not win that fight. Two yeah. to one. 
Come on. I mean, LaBruza knows that, but at the same time, you can't come to my house and let it come to a decision. Right. That's real. You got to knock me out. You got to yeah. knock, you got to kill me. I think George Green said that also. George Green said yeah. he knew that if it went to the judges, he was going to lose it regardless. And, yeah. and that's, and that's a crying shame because the rules of MMA are the rules yeah. of MMA. Well, I mean, this is Louisiana. And it shouldn't, it I mean, shouldn't, you know, we, it, well, in Louisiana, we don't have this issue. Yeah. Uh, but y'all is not going to keep knocking on Mississippi. Oh, I live we, there. We now. got about another yeah. hour to go and it's going to, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. We, we, we love Mississippi, but sometimes they have, there are some questionable calls and it's like, yeah. See, that's why I'm not trying to let any of my fights go to decision. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why we murder them in the first round. In 27 seconds. <laughs> but, but Greg, dude, you had the biggest crowd there. If you any goes to a decision, you're going to get that. Come on. I mean, you, you're you the hometown hero out there. So it dude. looks like, we talked about it a little bit outside, but it looks like, uh, I mean, the next logical fight for you is Ethan Hughes. I know, and I really don't want to do that because then my brothers. I look up to Dennis like he's younger than me, but I mean, that dude's hey. the truth. He survived a fucking splato, bro. <laughs> like, he's the truth out there, right. man. Right. He took my kill For those listening that don't know a splato, you want to go ahead and uh, elaborate? Oh, all right. So a splato is basically so painful, it stretches your asshole out <laughs> to where it feels like you want to shit on yourself, and he survived that shit. It's a move created by the devil himself. Yeah, legit. <laughs> And he survived that, bro. But what I, what, I, what I will say about it is, you know, you're going to fight all the local guys. Y'all aren't from the same gym. Y'all are not on the same team. Uh, so you're going to fight all the local guys. I mean, if you look even in every local sport, if you go look at the guys that like Jason Knight, he fought at this weight class. He fought every homies or not. He fought everybody in the in, in the in the state to. at that because you have to. We have to cream rises to the top. And we see, have to Jason get the Knight best fighters, coach, and we have he's, to get he, the best fighters to the top. And the only way we find out who the best fighters are is we fight. I know, and it's like Jason Knight. He's my coach, man. Like you know what I mean. I, I'm phenomenal fit, but I also go to lose yeah. still because Jason Knight. You know. He got love for me, and I love him out there. That's yeah. family. That's yeah, home, awesome. too. Let, let's talk about that. Both of you guys, uh, Greg and Jamal, y'all train PhenomaFit. You co-train between PhenomaFit and Jason Knight MMA. Right. Yes, sir. What's it like uh, having Jason Knight as your head coach? I mean, because, you know, obviously ex-UFC uh, fighter, six fights in the UFC, and uh, bare-knuckle fighting championship bare superstar. Royalty. Yeah, he's basically, what, that, like, Forrest Griffin, Chael Sonnen fight that made the UFC? Or uh, Bonner. Stephen Bonner, yeah. That that was that's J, uh, Jason Knight for yeah, Nothing, yeah, right? That's yeah. him in that Artem Lobov fight. Hey, you yeah. got to respect Jason Knight because I mean, literally, legit. They used to pay people to thirty thousand dollars just to study Jason Knight because he was that good. Yeah, Jason's definitely one of the toughest motherfuckers I know. Yeah, oh, he gonna make he gonna Belt, make you kill right? him under Alan Belter. I do not know. Oh, I got to say this for the record too. He's not our main coach. Kirk Hunter is our main coach. This okay. is true. Kirk Hunter is our main coach. Jason Knight is secondary to Kirk Hunter for us. Okay. Yeah. Because Phenomenal is our home gym. Yeah. But yeah. Jason's is family too. Yeah. So what Christian said was uh, y'all go to Phenomenal Fit for all the technique and technical stuff and then to Jason Knight MMA just to bang it for out. The that's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's fun for us. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because Kirk doesn't like us banging in his gym, you know, but Jason, Jason has some demons over there and, you know, and, and that's what we like. We like to get in there. We like to get in there and we like to, you know, Throw bro out, you know, yeah. like bro out. What's Me some and of the Jamal guys? have both been to prison, so it's like, you know what I mean. You got to sit us in there with kids. We're gonna we're gonna get into that in, in just a little bit if you guys want. What's oh, who's yeah. some of, who's some of the guys that y'all are uh, training most with at Jason Knight? Like some of y'all's best training uh, partners over there. Eli Skinner. Eli me. Skinner. Hold on, pause. Eli Skinner. We call him Big Baby the yeah, Bar Big Baby. Big Baby the Bar Baby. He cornered Jamal for his fight. He the truth. He's Wait, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Eli, Play with him if you Eli want Skinner. to. Eli Skinner. He's seventeen yeah. years old. Yeah. He's a blue belt. 
world. And uh, man, if if you if you think that he is a child, if you get in there trying to roll with him or trying to fight with him, he's going to knock you out or he's going to submit you. What's I guarantee weigh? it. What's he what? He's probably like 325 pounds. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Damn. He, he, Six <laughs> foot three. He cut from like 375. I'm talking yeah. the truth. So MMA, MMA career ain't happening for him, right? He ain't getting down to 260. Shit, maybe he, he's not playing right now. His no. weight, two sixty five. His he he is cutting weight. He wants to fight yeah. really bad, nice. and he's gonna get there. And see, we awesome. all don't lift weights yet. Wait till we start lifting weights. What do you mean, we all? Like me, him, yeah. Eli, together. Yeah. No, we don't lift. Well, I don't lift weights because honestly, I don't have the money to afford a gym membership right now. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Greg, so, what about you? You ain't doing any weight training. No, not yet. I mean, Fuck, I have a man. gym membership. I got sponsors and stuff, but I I, I look out for my family. How first. do you keep that physique without any weight training, man? It's Genetics. Bullshit. That's Jesus. absolute bullshit. Genetics, Jesus Christ. Yeah, y'all get shout out to the big guy. God give yeah. me, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Y'all, y'all got to give props to God. That's one of my first sponsors on here, Solar Church. That's my church. All Real right. talk. I got to put this out there. We host a women's clinic every third Sunday of the month. Okay. In Gulfport, Mississippi. At the church or? No, it's not at the church. It's on 15th Street. I'm not sure of the address right now because I'm a little faded, but I'm going to be real. (laughs) Jesus doesn't mind. I'm going to be real. We help women. It's only for women. You come out there. You don't have to have insurance. We're going to take care of you. Y'all, please come out there, man. Share the good news. Let us help you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a Christian first. You know what I mean? Besides all this fighting and everything I've been through, man, I'm a Christian first. God, you got to know it's God. That's how I met Jamal. It's about God. But yeah. come we'll out get there into to, that story later. Come out to the women's clinic every third Sunday. What do y'all do month. at the women's clinic? Like if anything, uh, a, a anything, lady's listening, she might want to take advantage of these services. What do y'all offer? Anything you need. If you need a pregnancy test, if you need a freaking kit because your cooch stank, whatever you need, we got you. We're going to take care of you. <laughs> if you a lady and you need help, we're going to help you every third Sunday of the month, please. <laughs> and it's only for the glory of God. Real talk. Damn straight, man. Because I didn't know if it was like self-defense classes because we had uh, Angel Spitelli here that that does uh, Guardian Angel. I'm sorry? Uh, Courage Combatives. And uh, Courage Combatives, uh, Angel Spitelli, that has her nonprofit, right? The Guardian Angels where they teach uh, self-defense, women's self-defense, that kind of thing. So I I didn't know if it was self-defense or, but no, y'all just do it all. If you're you're a lady, you need something, come see us and we got you. Yeah, we got mental health, you know what I mean? Bridgewater Psychiatry, my my doctor's out there because I'm a little crazy myself, you know what I mean? He's going to get- You got to run in the gamut of sponsors, man. Yeah, bro. I'm trying to get people on, man, because like as an amateur, you really can't get paid. Only yeah. only way to get sponsors. paid is through, is through sponsorship. Yeah, right. So you know what I mean. I'm I'm always looking for new sponsors. We're gonna give you all the time at, at the end of the show, man. Shout out all them sponsors. Give get out their Facebook handles, phone numbers, heck yeah, so, you know, addresses. So do we have a, we have a live video going, or we just a? Uh, yeah, man. I don't know if you're aware of that. That's because I don't see it. Oh, dude, this is like a whole other thing going yeah. on, right? Yeah, because it but says, I mean, "Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video." No, I that's was confused just, too. That's just a preview for you guys. Y'all don't need to see what's going on. On. Y'all look at Jeffrey. See, I think he worked for the feds back then. <laughs> you wearing a wire in here? That's how that's how he got the nickname El Jefe. <laughs> you're you're you trying to make that him. stick, but it hasn't, hasn't it's, it's, it's working. That's Jeffrey El Jefe Hoffman. Yeah, El I, Jefe. I like that. That's why I call my father-in-law El Jefe. Oh, it's because you're uh, married to a Latina lady, right? Yes, yes, All sir. Right. Yes, sir. I love <laughs> well, you call I love that you, because baby. that's what it is. Yeah, that's true. The die. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story, fellas? How 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 did you guys meet? How did y'all how this uh brotherhood start? You kicked that, Jamal. Mm. Okay. Well, uh 
Where do I start? Do I start there? Start from start? the start, man. Start at Alan Belcher. All right, let's start, start. Start. Start from the beginning. It started. Also starting at also starting that microphone. Too. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when when I first started going to Ellen Belcher, I was I probably had just got out of prison. Uh, I did five years in prison. I'm 25 right now. Um, I went to prison at 18 and did five years, and uh, I came home and you know I just decided I was like, man, I got to do something. You know. Um, I used to play sports and stuff like that, but I've never really been good at basketball and football. I've always been good at fighting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. fighting has been my niche. Wrestling has been my niche. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm good at. You so, wrestled in high school? Uh, no, I'm just in the streets. Okay. You know, with wrestling with, in the streets. That sounds dangerous as fuck. Yo, man. man like all my, <laughs> them, them five point <laughs> slams are devastating <laughs> on the concrete. Yeah, like it's real horrible. Talk. Like all my cousins are like six foot, whatever, 200 plus pounds, you know? So we grew up together, like uh, just fighting like, and wrestling. Just a group of huge men. Yeah. You know, like right. for, for our listeners who don't know, Jamal is like six foot five, fights at 205 pounds, and he's walking at like 230, 235. Like he's a very large man. Yeah, I'm 220 right now. All right. Yeah. But yeah, um, I got like I said, uh, that's what I was good at. So I got out and I was like, man, I'm gonna do MMA. Boxing's too simple for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be limited to yeah. just my hands. I want right. to kick motherfuckers in the face. I want to put nope. them on their shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. beat them to death. You know, but um, I went into Alabama. I signed up probably like uh, two days into me uh, being there. Uh, I ran into Odie. Uh, Odie Delaney. Yeah, Odie Delaney. Uh, and he made me call him Sensei. <laughs> you know, he told me if he beat me, I got to call him Sensei because I was in there crashing everybody. Yeah. Like everybody. One of your first in days in there, Odie's going to beat you. Yeah. Like, right? like I mean, Odie's going to beat you after a couple of years in there. He's yeah, because I didn't meet him. I didn't meet him until like, like, like I said, like two, three days of me being there and I was crashing everything in the gym. Mm. You know, so when I seen him, I was like, yes, this is a big old guy. I'm going to crash him too. No, he tapped me out 25 times. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, Odie's a real deal. I was like, oh my God. But Greg was there too and Greg was watching me go with Odie and he was like man this dude doesn't fucking give up you know and then right after I got done rolling probably about an hour and a half with Odie he was like hey man roll with me and we rolled and in in our role we were talking mm-hmm. you know like he was teaching me as we were rolling you know he was like mm-hmm. teaching me how to beat him and I was like holy shit you know what I'm saying and and from there you know he was like man I see something in you man just stick to it whatever and um I fucked around and fell off, you know, for a while. I stopped training because life happened, you know. How long ago was this? Uh, We met a year ago. Okay. What I'm talking about now, we met a year ago. Uh, But uh, like I said, life happened and stuff. And I just got out of prison, so I don't have no money. I don't have a really big support system, you know what I mean? So it was kind of hard to keep up with training. You know, so I started working at the shipyard and, you know, started doing my family thing. And then I uh, lost my job at the shipyard and then I just I was just in a rut, you know, and then Greg called me one day and he was like, hey, man, where you at? And I was like, I'm at home. And he was like, send me your address. So I sent him my address and he came and seen me. And, you know, what I was doing at the time, he was like, bro, you're so much better than that, man. Please get back in the gym. I see something in you. Please get back in the gym. And um, and uh, I was like, I was like, man. Man, I want too bad, man. But, you know, I, I just, I need money right now. You know what I mean? I need to get some money right, right. so I can take care of my family. I need to, I need, I don't even own a car. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some money. So he was like, bro, I guarantee you, if you come back, you train and you fight, I will take care of you. I will right. take care of you. So yeah. I came and here we are. I got a 27 second knockout. <laughs> okay, murder case, bro. I got a murder case. We'll get, look, get you some sponsors and then a couple more amateur fights once you start 
fighting professionally, man. I mean, I did, I did look just now, and Biloxi PD is currently watching our live stream. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't know if the doors are going to be kicked in or whatever. Yeah. So, For the record, Biloxi PD, he was talking so much shit. He said he was going to kill me. He threatened me beforehand. <laughs> so, yeah. I handled it my was business. It was, it was in clear the cage. to stay in your ground. Real, yeah. real yeah. talk, though. Uh, Christian messaged me last night and said that... Uh, Jasper at the hospital, mild concussion, and just uh, mouth was banged up a little bit. Other hey, than that, he was fine. Up. Good, good. Hold up. That's why I call him Jamal Jawbone Jenkins, because <laughs> you might get your jawbone broken if he hits you. <laughs> so the nicknames are just coming, bro. We got Jamal. The plague. The plague. Yeah. Jamal the jawbone. We're going to have to decide. And they call me monsters, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. You got the monster yeah. tattoo. Hey, I like got the, four nicknames yeah, going on I like here. the plague, though. The plague like the is plague. awesome. The plague is awesome. Because it's get, all over you. You get like your boy uh, uh, Chaos. Chaos Williams, right? He's like Chaos the Ox Fighter because I think he had two yeah. nicknames. He had Chaos. Oh. Then he had the Ox Fighters. Like, fuck it. We'll just put them all together. Hey. So you're going to have you a nickname that's like. Yeah, it's going to J- be universal. Jamal the Mauler, the Jawbone, the Monster, <laughs> Jenkins. And he, he, reminds, he reminds me of Bones Jones. And Bones Jones used to be called Sexual Chalk. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> he should have kept that name. It's going to be just like with Apollo. Apollo Creed. And he was like, he's like, uh, he's like, how many names you got? And he's like, he's like, I've earned them. Yeah. <laughs> just get you a bunch of them. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes to announce somebody. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you've alluded to it a couple of times, man. Do you mind sharing with us uh, how'd you end up in prison? Oh, uh, man. I was, uh, like I said, I was 18, man. And I was, uh, I was, I was selling drugs and stuff at the time. You know what I mean? I had a bunch of weed and shit. And, uh, just weed? Yeah, just weed. Uh, and I had got caught with, uh, with some weed up in Biloxi and I was already on probation because, uh, well, now we got into a longer story. Okay. I was already on probation because the first time I went to prison, I was 14 years old. Right. You know, they sent me to real prison, you oh, know, cause, shit. yeah, I went to real prison. I was up in, uh, they sent me to, uh, Rankin County and then I ended up getting, uh, sent to Wal- Walnut Grove, uh, right after. And at the time, Walnut Grove was the worst prison in Mississippi. You know what I mean? And what was, was that for? Uh, that was for armed robbery charge. I was like, I was 14 years old. I was stupid. And, uh, you know, me and my mom, it was just me and my mom and my sister. My sister's autistic. You know what I mean? We didn't have no money and shit. So I was like, man, fuck, I need to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like watching my mom work right. three fucking jobs. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a car. She's walking back and forth to work and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's days that she's eating. I mean, that she's not eating just to make sure that me and my sister eat. You right. know what I mean? So I was like, man, fuck this. I got to do something for my mom. And I was with somebody, man, and we got into some dumb shit and I fucked around. I got a, a robbery charge and they sent me up, uh, sent, sent me to prison. And, uh, they gave me 15 years, 12 suspended, uh, three to serve. I did two on that. And then when I came home, you know, once prison's either going to make you better or make you worse. And at that time, you know, from 14 to 16, you're, I'm, I was really impressionable. You know what I'm right. saying? So whatever I was around, that's what I was, that's what I was taking in. You know what I mean? Right. I was, I was fighting a lot. I fucked around. I got stabbed at 14. You know, I got stabbed and shit. Like, you know, so it was just a lot of, a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I, like I said, I came home and I was around the wrong shit. So I started selling drugs and shit, you know, just doing the wrong thing. And then uh, at 18, I got caught in Biloxi with, uh, with like 60, 60 something grams of some weed. And they violated my probation and uh, sent me back to prison. And yeah, just a little bit too, huh? Yeah. So for you, mixed martial arts has kind of saved your life, kind of gave you a purpose and a direction. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely so. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, just having whatever it is in your life, something that's bigger than you, right? Something that's bigger than whatever situation you might be going through. And I think mixed martial arts or uh, martial arts in general, just something with fitness, it's such a good thing because you get so many benefits from it. Yeah. And then uh, the main thing for me, uh, I'm a nice guy, but I have anger 
uh, problems. Like it, it, I hold a lot of stuff in, you know, cause you know, I've been, I've been through some shit, man. You know, I'd have been handcuffed and beat up by police at 15, 16 years old, you know, cause I didn't want to do what they told me to do in prison or whatever, you know, I'd have been tased in the head. I'd have been, you know, shot at and just, just, just all type of crazy shit, man. You know, I, I see my mom, uh, uh, fighting with my stepdad because me and my stepdad were fighting, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it's just crazy, man. I just, I really just want to, want to do something for my mom. It, yeah. The, the, uh, the exercise and stuff and, you know, all the longevity and the, the benefits, the physical benefits of MMA and training, all that stuff. Yeah. That's good too. But honestly, bro, I, I, I want to do something for my mom, man. Cause she's been here forever. You know, right. she, she'll, she'll starve herself to make sure that I'm straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that she would, she would kill herself to make sure that me and my sister are, are good. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to have to do that. Right. You know, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to do something better and I'm going to get my mom, you know, in a better position. Absolutely, man. And dude, if this mixed martial arts thing, you're definitely well on your way, bro. And uh, dude, it's awesome to see you turn your life around and to hear your story and to kind of just talking with you before we got on air and everything, just kind of seeing the person you are, dude. And I think that, Mixed martial arts is definitely a mental outlet as well because it gives you not only a chance to exert that that anger and get that out, but it also gives you a creative outlet to, right. of striking and grappling. And MMA, like you said, your favorite fighter is John Jones, and yeah. he's one of the most creative fighters ever because MMA with striking and grappling and things like that, it's creative as, as you want it to be. It like it's, it's it's a wide open. It's sense. an art. It's an art yeah. form. Yeah, yeah, and the discipline and the structure. I mean, it's. It it covers the whole gambit of uh, things that a lot of young people need, man. Then another thing, it's always badass to be like, what's your occupation? Oh, yeah, I'm an MMA fighter. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's badass as I shit. Get, like I the get, handle. Yeah. I get, like I my get. boy Garrett. Look at my ears. It is going down. <laughs> Garrett, <laughs> Garrett who for the people who are listening? The wild man. Who? That's my brother. You touch my brother, I'm coming for what's you. What's Garrett's last name? Garrett McMahon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So McMahon. Garrett McMahon just fought uh, Cody Ziegler. Cody Thunder Ziegler. Yeah, Cody Thunder Ziegler. There yeah, we go. He Garrett, studied my boy though. Yeah, he Garrett, studied. Garrett made a uh, he made had a critic to. made a made a day one jujitsu error. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Do not cross your feet. He did. He but he when you've studied got back, him and seen him did oh, that all yeah, the time. Cody said that in the interview. He said yeah. he goes, uh, my 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 management team watched him fight a couple times and saw that every time he gets the back, he tends to cross his feet. Yeah. So yeah. And all he did was let the back, get the hooks in, and then yeah. crossing the feet with the hooks. Yeah. Preferably a body triangle if you can get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he should have went for the body triangle, but he got the straight ankle lock. And I mean, that shit hurts. I can't lie. Like, that's a day one move. And that's why you learn it day one. Yeah. And, you know, Garrett, it's just, you know, he's hard headed, but that's my brother. I love him. Absolutely. And you touch my brother, I'm going to kill you. But the wild man, the wild man, his losses have been his own fault. Yeah. Still amateur. So, I mean, it's all practice. Also, shout out to Brandon Wiley. That's my brother. That's who I train. Brandon Wiley, big motherfucker. I love him. uh, uh, Brandon Wiley actually cut down a 205. Uh, to fight a heavyweight to, to fight a heavyweight yeah and then they were like oh well this guy is only going to be this size and he was like well fuck it i'm already here i'll yeah. fight him and uh brandon uh landed some good shots on on his opponent oh yeah. man he and he said he and, uh, brandon said he looked at him and he said he goes we traded he goes and i realized very quickly that his punches hurt a whole lot more than mine he yeah. goes we gotta we gotta <laughs> and he changed he, the game he, plan he improvised on the fly took yes. him down and sunk in a 
extremely mean. tight arm triangle. Yeah. And his opponent was doing all the right things, trying to answer the phone, trying to get on his hip. And yep. Brandon just wouldn't let him get away. Like held on to that big See, man. But that's the beauty of training with Kirk Hunter. The things that, that the conventional moves that people learn and traditional moves that people learn, that's cool, all fine and dandy, but Kirk is going to teach you something. He teaches us things that you can't block. Yeah. You can talk on the phone and do whatever you want. Okay, all that's fine and dandy, but you're still going to die. Like, like yeah. it's still gonna, it's still gonna end you because of the technique and the and the time he has took to to uh, uh, practice and learn and study these moves. Like he is, he's legit. Yeah, right. real talk. Like he should be a black belt. I'm gonna get him his black belt. I promised him that we gonna get that for him. But he's changing the hierarchy. Yep. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks like, oh, I got to do this traditional jujitsu, but it's like it's an art. Yeah. I can't look at your tattoos and judge your tattoos. You can't look at this Popeye because I was young and judge me for <laughs> I that. love that Popeye. You know man. what I mean? Don't be the little like I ain't gonna judge judge his magneto. Look, you know what look, I mean? That it's an I'm, art. Let, I'm letting you know yeah. right now the plague's definitely judging your Popeye. <laughs> One thousand percent. I gotta get a kid or something around it, bro. I need a tattoo artist now. Jamal, today. not a lot of Popeye the Sailor Man growing up in y'all's household, man. The oh, old man. cartoons. I grew up on Dragon Ball Z and uh, you know, Samurai Jack and the anime and shit. That's my hoodie my little brother has on right now. <laughs> knocked out. Look at him. Yeah, a man's got to drive home, man. He's like, I can't, he's like, I can't drive drink. later. Uh, yeah. I'm sleeping on the couch. Yeah, so I'm an anime fanatic, man. Like all Japanese animation. I love it. Yeah, love my, it. my little brother is obsessed with things like Death Note and oh, Bleach and all that I've other stuff. I've seen every episode. I'm really not an anime fan because the only anime I watch is Dragon Ball Z. That's awesome. Uh, I'm all about Prince Vegeta. I'm all about the King of Kings. That, that's it. That's it. Uh, he's a big Frieza fan and things like that. But Dragon Ball Z is the ultimate, the ultimate combat show. It is. It is. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> For everybody listening that didn't hear that, that's Greg Double G Gidry, <laughs> who said that he needed to urinate. <laughs> So, so are you looking to get back in there early next year, Jamal? Like, what, what, do you, what, what is your time frame? What do you think? Your first, first available show, you, you back at it, or? Oh, uh, as soon as my hand heals, I'm at it. What's wrong with your hand? I'm not really sure. I didn't go get it checked out, but you know, yeah. it's kind of swollen right now. Yeah, yeah that, that, that punches yeah, knuckle. That, that knuckle looks a little, a little, a little rhinoed up. Oh yeah, man. I, I was hitting that guy pretty hard. I was mad at him for talking all that shit. Oh yeah. Wait till, wait till you're on top of somebody and you miss and punch the canvas. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm going to punch through the canvas. It's all right. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, dude, so I honestly think that we probably won't see another card until probably mid-February, mm. March. There's, so I mean, there's something happening on the 23rd. Uh, Elliot Bear made a post today selling merchandise for a fight happening on the 23rd. I'm going to send him a message and see what 23rd it's going to be. 23rd of January. January? I, yeah. know, I know Dustin Poirier and... Uh, McGregor. Conor McGregor fighting on the twenty third. Right. Mm. Uh, Let me see. Uh, what you what you what you feeling about that? Like I I love Dustin. I love Dustin to death, and I, I hope I'm I, I hope I'm wrong, but I really think Conor's gonna get him. Um, Conor Conor's a different animal, bro. He like, is. He is. I'm leaning more towards Dustin only because yeah, yeah. I don't like Conor McGregor. Honestly, I don't like him. You know, because he's an asshole. He's be, not considerate at all. Him. He changed the game. You know what I mean? Like, but Conor, he's so a the great reason, fighter. So the reason guys are getting bigger paychecks now than they've ever gotten, Conor McGregor. Yeah, he and said no, 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 no Conor McGregor. That's true. Like. Conor, Conor McGregor saw it and exploit. He hypes up fights and things like that. And as far as Khabib, yeah, Khabib did beat. Did he, I mean, he beat Conor. He beat the shit out of. And but Conor McGregor's kind of like uh, what's his name, John, whatever, who was his head coach at the time. 
uh, Connor Connors had coached for Oh, uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, John Kavanaugh yeah. gave Connor the strategy of let's let Khabib take you down and he'll get tired. Clearly, that didn't work. No. Yeah. Because uh, if, 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 if Connor would have stood up with Khabib in the first round, he probably would have slept him like everybody else. He was tagging Khabib. Yeah. And you hear Kavanaugh yell out, stick to the plan. <laughs> I mean, and people got to respect Connor's wrestling because, I mean, dude, he was stuffing Khabib shots. Hey, Khabib said, if you can't wrestle with me for 30 minutes, don't get in the cage with me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, That's I personally, I'm not, a, I'm not a Khabib fan. I like, like watching him fight. Though. Why? Because he low key might be a terrorist. <laughs> and you're, I mean, your army like me. <laughs> so, say that. so, 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 I love Khabib. I'm not gonna, no, that's I, my I, dude. I can't confirm or deny that allegation. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get cut off Facebook here. Anyway. Isn't he Russian? <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's gonna kick us off. <laughs> yeah, he's a Dagestani. Thirty okay. day, thirty day ban. Hey, but, hey, but Khabib hats. is my favorite fighter. I ain't even gonna lie. I I, I rock with Al Qaeda. So Khabib. when they had that, they have what that? Uh, what is Khabib? Thirty and 29 and Twenty nine and know but most of those fights not in the ufc so we don't know who the hell he was fighting a lot of the and bears then, and then bears then he fought yeah. in ufc but this is the thing with me he's get he's granted no rubber matches he is not, he doesn't have enough body of work in the ufc to say he's the greatest of all time. no this is true john jones so, is the greatest ufc I, fighter of all it's time. so it's obvious it's john not even jones funny. is probably the greatest fighter in, in period history yeah. agree he he, he, he beat so up somebody in a parking funny. lot yeah, I totally before agree. his fight yeah legit yeah. Chased a dude down and stole a woman's purse, and then yeah. went and beat the shit out somebody. You can't oh, hands. Do we know that's old school UFC see? style tournament, man? You, yeah. So, yeah. so to take so to quick quick story about Jones. Did you see him during like the pandemic when they were doing the looting and riding? The guy was going to spray paint that thing, and John yes. Jones popped out and said, "Give me that spray paint can." Yeah. And the guy was like, "I ain't giving you nothing." His brother goes, "Bro, that's John Jones. Give him that can." He's like, <laughs> he looked he looked at me, goes, "Bro, you don't want to fight me out here right now. Give me that spray paint can." He's like. And you look, and you see his boy look at me. He goes, "Wait, that's legit, John Jones." He goes, "That's John fucking Jones." <laughs> He's like, "Here you go." And then John took him, took his can, and then walked him back to the car. Like he was like scolding him. Yeah. He like opened the driver's seat, told a guy to get in, shut the door, and was like, "Go home." Yeah, As and I was should. like, "I was like, bro." <laughs> John Jones is a fucking ball. Do you what, really want to take it on the chin from John Jones on the street? Now nah, this is what's <laughs> crazy. I was in P and M. New Mexico penitentiary, the worst penitentiary ever in the United States. They actually had a riot and they held their own trial and was cutting off heads of prisoners. They had a show back on A&E called Rookie Year and they oh, wouldn't shit. go through my bunk because I was a, you know, I used to be in the military yeah, and I had my military picture in there and stuff and they wouldn't <clears throat> ride by my bed because, you know what I mean? They yeah. didn't want to be like, oh, the military's bad. But I was a good soldier. Yeah. But I legit seen Bones Jones one day when I'm sitting there in handcuffs riding through it. I'm like, that's John Jones. Right what was he doing? Mexico, bro. Just driving. Okay. Yeah, and I love John Jones, bro. That's my dude. So but the, we, we, but the, but the cut back to Khabib. Uh, so he beat Connor. Connor's first person ever to take a round from him. And my thing is this. Khabib doesn't give rematches. I don't yeah. know. I, I I would bet the house that Connor beats Khabib if they fight a second time. Yeah. He's too smart. Like, I think Dustin. I don't know. Dustin rock Khabib put yeah, him in trouble he did. but then just didn't stay at the end of his punches and kind of got tied up with him I think Dustin would be a horrible fight for him again that's true I mean so there's a lot of guys I mean even Michael Chandler hasn't fought in the UFC yet but another phenomenal hard punching wrestler I mean so there's a lot of interesting fights left mm -hmm. for Khabib everybody's high on his Tony Ferguson stuff but I said it before Tony's last fight Justin Gaethje broke him and Charles Oliveira finished him off. You yeah, really right. did say that yeah. shit before yeah. that fight, man. I did. And we were like, dude. I said he's not who, the same guy. Who was here? Was Angel. that with John? That was, okay, with Angel. And we are like, dude, ain't no fucking way. It's the boogeyman, dude. It's I was like, I said, yeah. I'm Literally letting you know right now, Justin Gaethje broke him. 
And he's yeah. never, t- he's never taken a beating like that in his life. And it's like, we were talking about earlier. It's like, I'm not saying Tony's like broken, but I mean, Tony's been in so many wars, so yeah, many he battles. Has. He has. Justin Gaethje put it on him. And then Charles Oliveira. Oh my God. Like if you fight at 155, I mean, I'd be scared of Mr. Oliveira. Yeah. So, uh, Elliot Abair just texted back. He's fighting January 23rd. Uh, it's going to be Gulf coast MMA out in Hattiesburg. Oh, and, and he's fighting Sharp, the MMA. Yep. James. Okay. Them, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, so that's hey, the first but, first fight but back. Pause. Knuckles Let, ready. Let's go to let's go to this. Who's the best promotion out there on in Mississippi? Y'all it's already y'all, decided, man. Empire, it's Empire. It's already been decided. We had we the out here. We we gave out we the out awards here. yesterday. Empire, Empire. We gave out the award yesterday on the show. Uh, it hasn't been released yet, but uh, that's why they don't know. But oh, Empire yeah. Empire Fighting Championship was the. Uh, Promotion yes, of the year. Uh, Mid City MMA was the best gym. Awesome. Uh, okay. Tan Lee was the fighter of the year by a landslide. Okay. Um, uh, Hunter Duran and uh, Hunter James. Uh, Hunter James and, and Jose Duran. And did Jose Duran was the fight my, of the year. Did my little brother get the best choke of the year? The Dars choke. We didn't have the best choke of the year, man. We don't, we don't have like a, a no, subcategory. Next well, year. Next well, year. We need help, man. Hold like, on. Nick and I are doing all this shit by ourselves. It was a vote for that, though. And Justin Macy had it. She no. sent me the. She sent me the link. You might be thinking we, a whole other. That group, might be man. somebody else. That might. That might be some intimidators. Right. Often. Okay. Often that's intimidated. That's a uh, Never duplicated. That's the. That's, uh, that's the that other show you're going to be on. Yeah. Hey, but legit, <laughs> nah, the dark show has focus. only been performed twenty five times in the UFC, and Justin nice. hit a dark choke like me. Nice, dude. Year. It seems like dark chokes happen all the time. No, it no. does seem. Like, <laughs> I think on local shows they happen a lot. I mean, it's just yeah. It's just you get in the neck. Yeah, and neck and an arm in, right? I mean, so my not, favorite it's choke. It's really complicated. My honestly. favorite choke is the Peruvian necktie. I can't do it yet. Uh, the Peruvian that's necktie, some complicated hey, shit. Hey, but that's limited because I have to be in half guard to get the Peruvian necktie. That's I do, what makes I do it off a shot. It. You shoot, you shoot a single. You, you shoot, We're going to be moving some furniture aside here in a little bit. I'll, sh- I'll show you. All right, all right. I'll show you for you, Lee. We got to see show that. You, show, hit you with some of that old Rich No Love Clemente Jiu-Jitsu real quick. Yeah, <laughs> see, I like that. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, I want to see, see that, dude, too. I wish, I wish you guys would have been around back in, like, 2014. It was, like, the heyday of Gladiators Academy when our bloody Sundays were legendary. Like, you think you've been to hard, sp- hard sparring? You haven't. You talk to some of these legends. Go talk to T Webb. Go talk to these older guys like Kyle Bradley about. Hey, I'd about, already about know. Riches, riches. T Webb used to stay Sundays. off of Sherwood in Baton Rouge, and they, they had legit had a wrestling room in the house. Yeah, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this, T Webb?" He's like, "Oh yeah, bro, this is where we train it. <laughs> like padded rooms, everything. Like we go it's way back awesome. since seven sixty nine Engineer Battalion." And the uh, and the and up and coming amateur of the year was uh, Cam T in a very close race. Uh, it, I'm I'm interested to see Cam T because Cam T was what the 155 champion. Yeah, Cam T. He got two belts right now. So yeah, he he was the 155 champion, but I guess he got stripped from Empire because Jordan Juno just won the 155 amateur title uh, at the last Empire card. Yeah, he did. I don't know. So I know Cam uh, Cam had like type two mono where his spleen was swelling up real bad. I didn't even know there was multiple types of it, man. So I mean, some- hopefully, hopefully Cam is gonna uh, be on the well on the on the men pretty soon, and I'd love to see him fight Jordan Juno, and that's gonna be a big bite for yeah. Cam. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, gonna be well, nice. You know, before yeah. Jordan's last fight, I would I would think, dude, that was a great fight. After seeing him Saturday before, night, so when fuck, I, they, it was first, I announced, think Jordan Jordan wins that man. It was first announced that Jordan was gonna fight Cam T, and I was like. Oh man, Cam is gonna ping him up. His hands are no joke. I mean, you saw what he did to Nakia Brown. Like he gave Nakia the business. He did. He and really Nakia did. is a phenomenal fighter. Yeah, and a phenomenal wrestler. Right. And yeah. then so uh but after watching Jordan Juno uh 
smash his last opponent. It was like, bro, he's a, he's a yeah, soaking in everything mid city is giving. Hey, him. but you and know so what? Now it's like, I don't know if cam wants to fight that animal. Like that's yeah. a, on y'all interview, Jordan Juno called my brother a coward, though. Who? And he's not a coward. Oh, yeah. And we got to fix that real yeah. quick. Who, who, I ain't who, got who, no who? beef. He called Garrett McMahon a coward. He did. Garrett just really didn't want to fight him because Garrett was... Oh, hey, hey, so if you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're an amateur, you have no once in life. You fight who they put in front of you. So by him saying, I don't want to fight Jordan Juno, that sounds kind of cowardice. It, wasn't it is what it is. And, but he pulled out late, right? He pulled like, out late. And late. then he still hey, fought. But Pete, then he fought Cody Ziggler. Hey, but but yeah. pause. He showed up to the fight that night just in case if nobody with, filled in. With his shorts he on. He had his shorts right. on and his cup. He was ready so to you go. Know, so you know what we need to do? Empire Fighting Championship needs to let Jordan Juno fight Garrett. And yeah. we can settle this real quick. Hell yeah. I agree. I, I, I got money I on agree. Garrett. I got money on and Garrett. And I'm riding with Garrett too because I'm that's lying. my brother. Hey, I'm riding with the with wild man. Hey, so... <laughs> I'll definitely take both your bets. Uh, and I'm going right. to ride with Jordan Juno. Okay. All right. That's cool. I liked it. Dude, I liked J- it. Jordan's on a whole new level right now, man. Bruh. He's looking good. He is looking real hey, good. Bruh. But, but y'all but you know what it is? Tyne Lee Garrett. talked about it. It's that. It, so no defense against uh, Garrett. Jordan is a natural athlete. Yeah. Agree. And Tyne Lee and Vin Lee and Sean Gayton have been able to rein that that wild man in his own sense in yeah. and that controlled aggression, controlled explosion. Yeah. Oh man. He looked real. Good. And, and he, he's got a story that's kind of similar to you guys, right? Like yeah. his, his past, he's got some demons. Yeah. He had, and, he had and, a lot of, we, on the show we talked about, it, he had, he didn't really go into detail, but he went and he had some substance abuse issues. Yeah. I see, I've seen so, it. Yeah. I so now it. he's completely straight edge. Yeah. Like the best part of Jordan Juno's fight. And I talked about it in his exit interview was he got out the cage and a gentleman came running up and there was a tearful hug and embrace. It was Jordan's dad. And as a father, I have four kids myself. I know you guys got kids. Well, I got one so on the way. You got one on the way. Awesome. But to see your baby you. go to the, I'm sure your mom feels the same way about you though, to see my baby at the lowest point where I'm going, God, what do I need to do? Please help me. Like you completely helpless. Like when you were in jail, your mom couldn't do nothing for you. Nothing. She yeah. would, she would have sold her soul to the devil to get you out of she jail, would have. but she couldn't. But to see you come home, to see you change your and life, what you are, and then get out there and become victorious. Bro, wait till you, wait till, wait till the first time you strap on a belt and you come out that cage and mama's standing right there. Hey, and bro, that's she's why gonna I lose her mind. She might hit yeah. a no-handed backflip. Oh, and uh, she's watching right now. She asked me why I was smoking the vape on live. Uh, I just want to say this for her since you're watching, mama. I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah. I love you, girl. Yeah. Mama, that's completely Greg's fault. It's Greg's bad influence. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all Greg. I love you, girl. <laughs> I promise I'm gonna get you a house. Hey, but Jordan and Garrett would be a good fight. Yeah, they absolutely. Got, they got so much in common after they fight. I think they'd be probably best friends. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and you know what? And that's talk. what it's all about, especially on the local scene. It has to be like, like we're all about Louisiana guys because we're from Louisiana, but we love Mississippi too because we're always in Mississippi. And when those two states constantly train together, there's so much talent that comes yeah, out of the Gulf states. And look, we talked about this earlier too, and not to keep, you know, bashing on Mississippi or whatever, but probably you two guys have already, if not already very soon have outgrown the gym that you're at. Right. 
in Louisiana, there's two, three, four, maybe five gyms where you guys would have that level of competition that you need because everybody needs, you need somebody. It has to be the, something like you guys live out there where you train out there, but then you're like, oh, on the weekends, hey, we're going to drive in. We're going to train yes. with T-Web a little bit. Yeah. We're yes. going to come in for a weekend and we're going to go spend some time with Tim, with crazy Tim Crater. We're yeah. going to come in and we're going to spend some time with Time Lee. We're going to go to Mid-City. And you got to add all this little, it's like making gumbo, man. You got to put a little seasoning in. You got to, all these different little aspects you have to create to make this perfect fighter. Uh, last year, we started what we started asking fighters towards the end of it was like, if you could have a perfect fighter, but you can only bring one ability, what would it be? And guys like, oh, mental toughness, a right hand. And it's crazy just to see what people think that is the key because it's all different. Because like you said, it's an art form. It's yeah. creative. Everybody <laughs> thinks differently because me and Jamal can watch a fight. And we're going to see two different things. It's like we talked about earlier. It's like nobody saw with the Daniel Cormier Stipe fight the first time. Nobody saw that Stipe hung was, that hand. Yeah, hung in yes. his hand. Yeah. But AKA saw that he hung that hand right. and they made him pay for it. Yes. And what happened in the second fight? Stipe no longer hung that hand. But you have to have a fresh view of different things. You know, you can't look at the same problem every day because sooner or later, somebody else can look and go, oh, this is what you're doing. Yeah. It was like uh, we had John the Don Island and Professor Marcus Dempsey, and John was asking a question, and Professor Marcus goes, "Oh, let me show you." And he showed him something. John goes, "I would have never thought about that." Yeah. And it's like so, it's little things like those guys would have never really met, but they were on the show at the same time together. So now that's a new relationship that can be mutually beneficial to everyone, and that's what it has to be. It has to be the Dirty South versus the world. Right. We have too much fucking talent down here to ever be backseat to anyone. Agree. Yep. This is true. Yeah, okay. we were just talking with, it'll be released on our previous episode, uh, Fight Sport Focus podcast with uh, Mr. Ricky Norris, Deputy Commissioner of MMA here in Louisiana. It's exactly what he was saying. You know, the amount of talent that we have here, uh, not just in the state of Louisiana, but in this area. It's insane. It's absolutely insane to think what's coming up. You know, uh, okay, Ton Lee, one FC world champion. Uh, Dustin Poirier fighting Conor McGregor, and regardless how you feel about Conor McGregor right now, he's the biggest draw in combat sports. Yeah, yeah. Don Conor McGregor, Daniel, Daniel Cormier, and uh, Bone Jones. Daniel Cormier, absolutely. Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. You know, Daniel Cormier never had a chance against John Jones. No, he didn't. But still, never had a he he made it there. I mean, and that that has something to say about the South. Now he's a good fighter. He's just not as good as John. Daniel Cormier is probably top five all time. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's arguably probably arguably the second best fighter of all time. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh, I mean. I'm interested to see John Jones going to heavyweight. Yeah, I'm ready he, to see him fight he, Francis. So oh, he fucks Francis uh, up. Man. I don't think he's gonna fight Francis first because Francis is gonna fight Stipe next. Okay. And Stipe is gonna do. See, the Stipe Fran already fucked him up though. And Stipe's gonna fuck him up again. Like it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be like, oh, you've been taking some wrestling classes. Let me show you some advanced. I think similar. Right. John, uh, John Jones would do the same thing, man. John and Jones would stay way too far to the outside to let Stipe uh, to let Ngannou get close. Yeah, no. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd pick him apart from the outside. Stipe. If, I mean, you gotta remember, last time Stipe fought Francis. Francis was so terrified he was in the worst fight in UFC history with Derek Lewis next. Holy shit. Remember what was it, like a total like nine strikes thrown in 15 minutes between those two killers? Yeah. Like neither one of uh, Francis did not want to engage. They both respected. Well, Francis was on. just scared to get manhandled again. Yeah, real. And yeah, it's going to be the same thing when Stipe fights him, but I'm interested to see Stipe fight John Jones. That would because be because John Jones classically has problems with other large men. Stipe is going to be the one of the biggest guys he's ever fought, and he's definitely going to be a better wrestler than everybody's ever fought, and he's going to hit harder than everybody he's going to he's ever fought. Definitely. Oh, and he's not going to be scared of John Jones 
at all. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. no respect given. Yeah. I mean, did you watch Stipe's face when he comes to the cage? He has the most disinterested look. Like, he's fucking bored. He's yeah. just like, all right, let's do it, guys. So, uh... I think Jones and uh, Gustafson was a really good fight. Their first time. I think uh, Gus won really the first fight. fight. Yeah. Uh, I thought Gus won the first fight. I ain't going to give it to him. I think they were banging, and but I think Jones ended up killing him in the end. And then their second fight, he completely dominated him. Absolutely. Completely dominated him. No and the funny part is like when you look at, like you were talking about Daniels wrestling earlier. When you look at when Gus fought DC, uh, DC was one of the stand-up, but Gus was taking DC down. Yes, right. this is true. Right. And I was like, what are you doing? DC said that uh, Khabib is one of the best wrestlers he's ever win against. He said that uh, he takes him down eight times out of ten. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've definitely seen that. And uh, that's that's crazy to think that yeah. he's that great of a wrestler. Um, but I'm interested to see if Khabib is ever going to come back. I personally don't think he's coming back. I wouldn't. Why? I don't think so. I'm already, I'm already uh, uh, looked at as a, as a go. Why would I come back? Fuck that. Because yeah. in 10, because in 10 years, he's not going to be. That's cool. I'll still have money. He's a man of conviction too. Great I mean, conviction. He if he says it, it's, he's not going to come back on his word. I don't think that Khabib is governed by the same type of principles that you and I are right. Like he's not worried about, 30 and oh no the number the number 30 means nothing to him no he doesn't care right the money means nothing to he him he doesn't care right it was being the best fighter that his father because he lives in dagestan that like, yeah 20 bucks american dude balling out of control yeah, he's really? not coming back you're macklemore he's not coming back he's retired let's get him off the rankings let's get the uh lightweight we also need to get old leon edwards off the rankings because this dude <laughs> don't want to fight nobody he's, he's uh comes at it's rescheduled it's coming up uh January. He's going to pull out of that. No, dude, that's happening. What you think? Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards, he pulls out everybody's fights. I don't really even... I stop interest. I stop having interest in him when when I stop seeing him fight. He just... It it just seems like whatever the fight is, he always has a reason that he can't fight. Yeah, I know. I don't respect that. And then he's fighting... He's fighting old Smash Smash with Cosmot and... uh, Bruh. It's been a year and a half since we've seen uh, Leon Edwards in the octagon. How long has it been since we've seen Cosmo? I mean, Cosmo, like, uh, maybe no, October. So two yeah, months. nobody really wants to fight this man. Right. Like, dude, I mean, he is just murking people. He's got 70, 85. Like Neil Magny just got announced to fight. And I really wanted Neil to get somebody in the top five. Like I'm super high on Neil Magny. Neil Magny is my guy at 170. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was just announced yesterday that Kamzat Chemaev, Leon Edwards fight rescheduled. It's going to take place January 20th. I think that's the UFC's first or maybe second event back. Okay. Is it 20th or 23rd? January 20th. Oh, so, so they've got, I think it's so, International Fight Week. They're going to have three oh, events that week. On Fight Island. Yeah. It's going down. Okay, yeah. All right. Three events that week and nice. they're crazy. I'm gonna, let me ask y'all this. Would, uh, did Have y'all seen the uh, them, that they're voting for the best knockout of the year for the UFC? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, I'm going with Kevin Holland. Oh, dude, it's got to be uh, Buckley, man. Watch now, Buckley, Buckley had it. That was cold. Buckley. That was cold. But I've seen that before. I have never in my life seen I've somebody knock seen somebody out on from, their back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen I've that. Never seen that before. Yeah. Somebody in your oh guard, you knock them out. I mean, oh, my gosh. It's, it's unheard of. Kevin Holland is definitely, in my opinion, the fighter of the year. Like, Obviously. We love Kevin Holland. Obviously. He's great. And he's smashing people. He's not supposed to smash. Five and oh. That's like your, like your body style and, and kind of the way you, you, you carry yourself in the beginning of fights like we haven't seen much of you yet mm-hmm. but you do have a resemblance to the way Kevin Holland I love moves. Holland Kevin Holland's a, a Holland. Travis Luter black belt Travis Luter I mean. black belt that's a legit black belt yeah. oh my god yeah the truth like dangerous yeah. black belt yep 
He yep. talked about it in the exit interview. He said that everybody was telling him, like, let's not go to the ground. He said even Travis was like, you know, we should stay on the feet. And he was like, well, because I'm a Travis Luter black belt. And I think Travis Luter is one of the best black belts in the world. And he don't get the respect he deserves. He said, if I can't go on the ground with him, I probably don't deserve a black belt. He said I was legit ready to give it back. Yeah. Now, yeah. Obviously, 2020 fighter of the year, Kevin Holland. I don't think be anybody else. Five, five, no. five finishes. <laughs> Was it five finishes? Uh, it might have been five finishes. Uh, yeah, and the people that he fought, that he faced also, especially wrapping it up with uh, Jockery. Yeah. Kevin Holland fights whoever they put yep. in front of he him. He doesn't and, care. You're going to have to show him you can beat him, and yeah. I respect that. Yeah, and look what Dana White says about Kevin Holland. He loves him, right? Because not only is he a great fighter, he's an awesome person, and it's like, yeah, who do you want? Let's let's go. Right? I'm not sitting here bargaining with you like, no, no, he's number six. I want number five. And you know, he's like, fuck it. He's, he's ready. I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. He said Kevin Holland is one of the easiest persons in the UFC to uh to negotiate that's kind of how it has to be I, you know i, I mean, think kevin with kevin holland the way he stays active and the way he finishes people i mean we might see kevin holland in a title fight this year i mean he was already chirping at izzy i mean and that's it. and i'd love i, I, I I'd love to, to see, see bones it. jones and izzy bro izzy I don't want that, that jones might be an, he's going to kill izzy, izzy don't want that smoke. might be an interim 185 title coming up if izzy's you know at 205 for a minute maybe after that fight with yon who knows uh it might be an interim title uh shot I think, coming up i really think yon, I, think, I, I, think yon, 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 I think yon i think yon's gonna sleep him i can see him beating yon. if he takes yeah. one of those meat hooks just one did you see that body kick that he landed like Jan is throwing with reckless abandon. Who would have thought that Jan beats Dominic Reyes that handily, man? That was oh nice. man, he beat him bad yeah. too. He yep. made it look like he was his first day on a job. He was he looked like he was fighting an amateur. Dom there. only had that one loss, right? Yeah. At, that, at that time, uh, and I'm John glad Jones said something about Dominic Reyes because, like I said, John Jones is my favorite fighter, but he lost that fucking fight. With uh, Dominic I disagree. Reyes. I, think, I, 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 I would also fight. disagree. I think he beat. I think he beat Reyes. I would also disagree. I love John Jones. He's my number one, but uh, he, he, yeah. Yeah. I think he beat, uh, Dominic Reyes. Uh, it, it, it was close, it was a close fight, but I think I it think was just, uh, I mean, I thought he, I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of weird. You say that you thought he lost to Reyes, but yeah. you thought he beat Gustafson the first time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He also beat Gustafson the first time. I thought he lost banging. to Gustafson the first time. They, to were, they were banging and it was pretty evenly matched. But Jones came out. I think top. I think he came. I think Jones came on in the fourth and fifth round. But I think he lost the first three rounds. I say I say he lost lost the first two. I would say yeah. that. Yeah, I thought he lost that third that third round just because of the takedown. Yeah, that's why you don't let it go. We do first round enters. And Jamal was the first person to we ever Jamal. take him down at that time. Well, that was yep. the problem. John didn't Jamal. Uh, that's right. I think John. Uh, oh yeah, I have a move name. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see John fight like young John again, where he he kind of moved into what I like to call the GSP zone. Yeah, where he's not fighting to win. He's not fighting to finish fights. He's fighting to not lose. Yeah. See, but he said that he said I'm moving to heavyweight because the guys in light heavyweight don't scare me anymore. I think he was bored. They don't scare me. Not anymore. training the same way. Not yeah. training with the same intensity. He just yeah. didn't have the fire. In him. I, he was I don't. Bored. Have, he doesn't have to worry about them. Yeah, but when you go to heavyweight, he looks. Yeah. He looks big as a motherfucker. And then he's on, on probation. Oh, he's huge right now. And then he's on probation, so he's like, yeah. yeah, I'm doing drugs, and you know what I mean. I gotta stop doing as much as I was doing. So yeah. that's different. And John bulked up big time in like 2015 when he was on that. Suspension for you oh, know, yeah. all that shit before he bulked yeah, up. He was big really big. Time. Yeah, yep. he's huge up. right now though. Well, he's I mean, massive. he comes he comes from a family of athletes. I mean, Chandler yeah. Chandler Jones. I mean, uh, multiple Super Super Bowl champion. I mean, yeah. it's, Arizona Cardinals. Yes, New England Patriots. He won his championship with the Patriots. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that's a that's a scary genetic pool. Those it boys is, got. Though. 
Hey, you it can't run facts with him. You better know your own shit if you get on facts with him. He's so he, he's not. usually very much better than me. So really? like so he's it, usually on it. So we've got two uh NFL players in John Jones. Yeah, both uh, of his brothers, yeah, right? Yeah, both his brothers. Yeah, Chandler and uh what's I don't one? know the other one's name. Donnie. Okay. Or that's something new kids on the block. I think it's Wahlberg. Yeah, that is new kids on the block. Don't go, girls. Yeah. Yeah. That is new kids on the block, totally. <laughs> so I was uh playing uh for uh, my girlfriend, uh, she uh, didn't really know who Marky Mark was in the Funky Bunch. <laughs> oh, because she's a little bit younger. Uh, she's she's very much younger. So she uh, just she just from it was the actor. And yeah, like, no, I was no, had no. to play Good Vibrations for, her, and she was like, I was like, Donnie Wahlberg wrote this song. She was like, Who's Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> I was like, Mark Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's brother. brother. Yeah, I was like, He's actually been famous longer than Mark. I think right. if I was white, I look like Mark Wahlberg because I got that GI Joe body, dude. That's <laughs> you, you and Tan Lee, best bodies in MMA in the Gulf Coast region, both built like action. Figures. We're gonna make a calendar yeah, next year. I've been telling okay, them that for a year, <laughs> yeah, for a year. I want the men's calendar to come out. Like, if ladies, if you want a men's calendar or double G, just let me know. We're gonna do a oh, photo. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna do a photo calendar. You gonna, you gonna do the whole whole calendar? Just you, or you gonna bring other dudes? In? I want to bring other dudes in, man. I, right. I, I can't do it alone because it's lonely at the top. That's why I came and got my boy, <laughs> dude. I, uh, I mean, so th- I'm glad you said that because that was one of the things that you and I had talked a couple weeks ago about getting you on the show and getting you to come in so we can have a conversation with you. Uh, Jeff and I have been fans of yours for for a minute now, and when we were doing the interview, as soon as our interview was over, we turned it off. And I was like, hey, what about this week? And you were like, absolutely. Can I bring my brother? Yeah. I was like, absolutely. You bring that axe murderer right on with you. <laughs> get him in studio. Yeah. And dude, a lot of guys don't do that, man. Like they hear like, oh, this is my time. It's my time. So it's a breath of fresh air to see you turn around and go, wait, let me bring my brother with yeah. me. Yeah. Real talk, bro. Like I, um, when I first started with Empire, I asked Christian if I could bring with Empire. So I did my shirts mm-hmm. with Empire. And I also took my sponsorship money. I gave half of it to Justin Robertson. I created his shirts too, because like, that's how I am, man. It's lonely at the top. I didn't been at the top. Yeah. You know, I used to be in the army. I was the number one soldier for the state of Louisiana, General Wydell, Sergeant Major Lynch. He always comes to my fights. I love y'all 769th, (laughs) baby. But you know, I also deployed with Texas too. So I love y'all out there at 536 Delta Battalion, but it's lonely at the top, man. If you up there alone as a king, you know what I mean? I want somebody there. I want my knights. I want my bishops. I want my rooks right there. With Absolutely, me. man. You got you to gotta have that, that, that good surrounding because once you grow and you get to the pinnacle of the sport, you want people that you trust around you because you don't want other people on there uh, that are just after you now for who you are and what you have or what they could possibly get from you. You know, you got to have that good, solid foundation around you. Yeah, and right. that's, that's like right now, man. Like y'all, y'all growing, we growing. If you ain't want to rock with us right now at day one, don't rock with me later. Don't come right. when I didn't made it to the UFC or my boy right here that made it to the UFC. Like, oh, yeah, I'm right here with you. No, no. I want that person that was right there with me from day one that believed in me, that knew like, yeah, I might have went through all this crap. But at the end of the day, I'm right here. And that's how I believe in y'all. That's why I rock with y'all, bro. Absolutely. God, I appreciate damn straight. that, man. And uh, the plague and I have entered into a special <laughs> brotherhood that no one else, no one else is a part of. It's just you and me. It's just us. 
this special brotherhood is both of our brothers have been knocked out sleeping on that couch while we recording shows. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but your brother was snoring. Oh, my my yeah. brother was snoring loud. Like we had to edit that out, man. Edit it. I tell you what, that Joker is knocked out right there. <laughs> yeah, he is. That man is getting him, boy. Man, I'm trying to get him to train so bad, man. He was talking about it earlier. He said that uh, he wanted to train and things like that. I was like, man, you just got to get in there and get it, man. You got to pull the trigger. Hey, but that's He's our a natural street, talent. That's our street gorilla, though. You know what I mean? You, if you out here on these streets, you don't notice. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't want our street gorilla. Obviously, you guys can't do it because y'all are up and coming. Exactly. You, know? you, gotta, you, you know got right? somebody to handle your lightweights exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely so, him. So when we in the club and you run up, that's our dude. You go through our dude, then you might see us. <laughs> If you can make it through him, yeah, while, 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 while he's fighting, we get in the car and leave. Yeah, him. exactly. Because <laughs> even though he doesn't train, it's it true. It's eight out of ten amateurs are not going to beat him. I guarantee you. Well, I like, guarantee like, you, like, man. Like I say, man, you've heard me say to me, and I know, I know you're a fan of the show. Oh, you yeah. hear me say it all the time. Well. It's a fight. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, only one way to find out. If I can, I promise you will see him in there. And real talk, that's where the double G come from. See, the nickname, I got it from Coach Ken and Ken Alfaro in uh, Houston, Texas. He fights under Empire Jiu-Jitsu. He gave me the name Double G, but in wrestling, my high school always called me the Gentle Giant. Well, my name is Greg Gidry, too, so it just fits. So That's a quadruple the, G, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I should yeah. be triple G, you know what I mean? But I didn't been in the military. I didn't been to prison, man. Like, if you want to, it, to, however you want it, I will give it to he's you. He's going to be That's Greg, Greg G. G Day Gidry. Yeah, we're right? going to have a, a, a whole nickname thing for you, too, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a whole half a paragraph. You want to talk about, uh, so Jamal got into his past, man. You want to talk about, uh, you know, your demons, what led you to... Uh, to the big house, the slammer. All right. If you will. So, uh, just like him, I mean, that's why I kind of hit it off with him and we kind of became close. Uh, his sister has autism. My brother fell off a flight of stairs when he was like six years old, cracked his head open, and had to wear a helmet to school oh, every day. So people would bully my brother, slap his helmet, whatever, whoop de woo. And I pretty much was like, You gonna leave me hanging on camera? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> never. <laughs> if uh, you touch my brother, it was a wrap. Right. You know what I mean? Because he couldn't defend himself. And that's why I joined the military. I wanted to help people who really couldn't help themselves. Like that was my main thing behind it. And uh, when I met him, you know what I mean? I was like, man, you got the same past. I think you you shared that message about a month ago. Yeah. Where I messaged him after the gym. And I was like, I had been meaning to talk to him because I seen he was a natural talent. Right. And I was like, hey, look, man, you got the same past as me. You've been through the same stuff. God made you suffer a little bit harder than most people. Right. Come train with me and I'm going to get you right. Like, I was like, if I had the money, I'd buy you a car so you wouldn't even have to do that. Right. But that's why I said it's it's, it's hard being alone and I don't want to be alone. That's like my sponsors. That That's why I go to therapy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I, I got some demons. I got some stuff that I got to work out. And I, I, I suggested for everybody, if you need therapy, go to Bridgewater Psychology in Mississippi and go get your therapy on, bro. I feel like we didn't, we didn't talk about those demons though. Like what, what, you know, Jamal shared what, what got him in there. Do you want to let us know, uh, uh, me, it was myself, man. I mean, I'm, I'm like, what, what was the situation? What was the charges? I, I, what was literally I, I broke into, I was living with this girl in New Mexico. I had just got back from Iraq. My ex-wife went through the Fort Hood shooting. She had just got out the building. She was like seven months pregnant. We lost our kid while I was deployed. I got deployed and man, it's like, I really don't talk about this shit much cause it bothers me. But, um, what's his name? Hassan. 
He came in there shooting two pistols. And I mean, yep. she miscarried and she was seven months pregnant. I didn't even know she was pregnant. She was waiting until I came home on leave to tell me. I FaceTime as soon as I get to Iraq and my mom's in my house in Fort Hood, Texas. And she's like, uh, Kavita lost the baby. And, uh, yeah. I'm like, baby? She's like, oh, you didn't wow. know. So, I mean, legit, like, you know what I mean? I'm overseas yeah. fighting for my country and I'm yeah, wishing yeah, somebody yeah, help, would just help that, me. That helpless feeling because you're uh, yeah. 5,000 miles away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah. Nothing you could do. What happened next? Uh, I came home and, you know, we got ended up getting divorced. We just couldn't work it out, man. It's like that was just too much pain. And uh, I came home and I was hurt. My, my dad was murdered. He was the first person I ever seen killed in my life when I was a kid. When I was a senior in high school, I lived in Michigan. My grandfather, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Earl K. Long Hospital. I was built, I was born in the charity hospital where Lil Bootsy was talking about. Yeah. It ain't even there no more, but that's where I was born, in the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a Gidry. I'm a Louisiana boy for life. But I grew up in Michigan. You know what I mean? So my grandfather hired a private investigator. I came down my senior year and, you know, he was like, I want to meet, I want to know you. We builded a bond. And as soon as I got back from all that, my grandmother got stage four cancer. I lost her and he died on Thanksgiving day from a brain aneurysm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just. So what happened when you, when you got back from Iraq? Um, I got back and the girl, like she met me at a gas station. Her mom was the behavioral health psychologist. You know, when you come back from Iraq, you got to yep. go through a demob and you got to yep. go see, make sure you ain't crazy. And I was like, I better go get checked out because I didn't see some shit and I know I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, her mom was that person. And they kind of violated my HIPAA stuff. And she kind of told her how I would respond, what my triggers were. And my grandmother had just died from stage four cancer. And she came back from Afghanistan telling me she had cancer after I watched your son and all this stuff. And I broke into the house cause I thought she was dead. And there she is standing there and I grabbed my gun cause I was trying to turn it in so I could go work for uh Blackwater. I was trying to get a job with them, go over there yeah. and make like 180,000 that gold money. Yeah. And um, the cops came and you know, at that time I had perfected my shooting. I was shooting 40 out of 40 on almost every weapon system yeah. there was. And I was like, you know, I'm black in an all white neighborhood. If I walk out here with a gun, they're going to throw my life away. Yeah. So I put it in the washer and I told them all about it. I told the truth. I tried to be honest. You know, you know, I grew up around cops. I love cops. I deployed with cops. Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, you know, if I tell the truth, they're going to hear me out. And at least if I go to jail tonight, the next morning, they're going to let my command take me back. And man, they always facing 47 years. What were the charges? Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, aggravated burglary, first degree kidnapping, tampering, hiding evidence, and some other shit. Wow. What I mean, they threw the book at me. Tried to railroad you. Yeah. Yeah. And out of 54 people in my jury, not one person was black. Not one person was army. Well, they had one freaking Air Force dude, but nobody really that could relate to me. And I'm like, right. and this was what, 2011? I'm like, how is this a fair trial in 2011? Right. These aren't my peers. Yes, exactly. And you know what I mean? That just created. So right now, fighting in the cage, you got to kill me. If you don't kill me, then be prepared because I'm double G. I'm coming. Right. I'm on your ass. Soon as they, I don't shake hands afterwards. I shake hands before. We can be friends afterwards. Whatever. I'm the best dude. I respect everybody. But we in that cage, you got to kill me in there. Agreed. 
like that. I, this amateur shit is for the birds. I'm ready to go pro. I already know that. Mm. Turning pro next fight. I want to. Are we gonna I have mean, another amateur fight or? I kind of have like to. to. I'd like to see one more amateur out of you because I mean you've never really been tested as an amateur. Carlton tested me though. I was on a broke leg. He should have killed me the first round. But that's that's a that's, that's a did. different animal when, did, when you though. when you when you're fighting with an injury. I'd really like to see. I really think the fight to make is Ethan Hughes. And if you do Ethan Hughes like you've done everybody else. I, I think it's pro time. Ethan Hughes is my brother. Doug Freeman, too. It was hard for me to call between both of them because I trained with both of them. I love them both. That was fighting the night for yeah, Empire. That was I'm a great a, fight. I'm going to just say that. That was fighting the night. Oh, yeah. They, those boys were swinging. They were, yeah. They were, yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah, they were. That fight made that card. Yeah, it really sure. did. Like For sure. But, you know, I don't, I don't really want to fight Ethan. I mean, if I had to, I would. You know what I mean? But well, that's Why brother. would you have to? I mean, because you're... You know, There's no such thing as have to, but it's because, it's like the, he said, he's that guy. If you look at the records, you know what I mean. Tapology, you go on there. Ethan Hughes is that guy. I mean, it's all you. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. No, that's true. But still, he's I that guy. That, I think he's that's, the guy that's like would give me the test. Yep. He's the okay. best of the best right now in my region. So what you're yep. saying is you you what you're saying is you feel like you need that fight. I'd have to do it if I want to go to the next level. Okay. We got us a comment from old Christian on there. My boys. Yes, sir. Christian. Yeah, that. yeah that's my brother right there. <laughs> boss yeah. man. That's, that's my boss guy. man. That's the king of the South. The best promotion in the South. Yes, if sir. you want to fight, join Empire. Yes, sir. Don't jump on no Atlas. Jump on Empire. 2020 Fight Sport Focus uh, MMA Combat Sport Award winning Empire Fighting Championship. Empire best fighting promotion championship, of 2020. Man. Let's go. Hey, and you guys. Hey, look. I hope you guys enjoy the shirts and trading cards. If you need shirts or trading cards, it's double G's. Yeah. Oh, we got us some double G trading cards. You yeah. We're going to get you to yeah. sign them. Actually, because uh, maybe a Sharpie won't come off, huh? No, a Sharpie will not come off in permanent. You're the first person I've seen make some MMA fight and training. I don't know if I got a name brand. Hey, Sharpie, I dare to be different. I'm old awesome. school. You remember about. the, the baseball awesome. cards and football cards? Yeah. Legitimately from China. Hey, and you're a bounty hunter. So Pokemon cards. I still play Pokemon yeah. cards with my children. <laughs> You're the Pokemon hunter, man. That's that makes sense to me. That yes, makes total hey, sense. Hey, and that's when I loved you. When you told me you jumped in the bayou to get a dude in Shreveport, Louisiana, I was like, bro, that's the truth. Yeah, that's bad. But sometimes you gotta you gotta do what it takes, man. Double yes. G, double G you gonna sign these cards for it's us? It's gotta yeah, be got uh well, especially with this bounty game, dude. It's it's a risk versus reward. Is the money worth this guy, I mean, and then you make your decision and go from there. Cause a lot of guys, you know, you only get one crack at them. And if you miss them this time, they're either going to go get an attorney and get stuff taken care of, or you're just never going to find them again. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, you see it, you know, you got to go for it, man. Yeah, bro. Got to make sure the juice is worth the squeeze yeah, and uh, yeah. get in there and get it, man. Yeah, bro. That's the truth, bro. It's definitely awesome. Oh man, but I definitely think that that's the fight for you. And then uh, I'm interested to see who uh, who they'd stack you up against. Two hundred five, uh, right? Two hundred five. Going to get a two hundred five. Uh, what are some of our two hundred five candidates here on the coast? So two hundred five is not a very big weight class. From one eighty five up, it's hard. For, actually, from one seventy up, it's pretty hard here right, on the regional scene. I don't think it's just Louisiana. And see thing. him. I see him and Brandon Wally having to go after it at the end of the day. And that we already talked yeah. about this from a long time ago. That'd be a good because, fight. Yeah, to be honestly, too. 
Brandon, Brandon being my guy. See, I'm I, I'm not one of those guys that's opposed to fighting my homies. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Because either way, I'm still gonna love you at the right. end of the day. You know, I'm not gonna. It's do, just like it's just I'm like playing gonna, football or getting in a foot race. I mean, it's a contest. Yeah, it is what right. it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna hit you as hard as I hit Jasper Rivers because you're my guy. <laughs> but yeah. no, 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 you gotta go in there. Absolutely not. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go in there hitting them cracking skulls. And you know, nah, and gonna you know what's gonna like happen? Because I know he wouldn't do me like that, so I'm not gonna do him like that. Who you say that? Who wants it more? Oh, now I'm gonna now if he if he tries to shoot in and I can I'm gonna dump him on his neck, but I'm not gonna beat him like I did him. Yeah, we'd rather turn if, it if in you have, I would, if match. you have that that mentality going into that fight, you shouldn't take that fight. I agree. Because if you're not if you're not gonna go in there and perform at your peak level, you're going to get hurt. I'm definitely gonna go in there. If, and perform. if, if you're saying I'm not definitely. if not I'm not I'm gonna hinder my power shots because he's my friend. You're underperforming. Hey, you're, real you're, talk, though. You're doing yourself a, dis, a, a disjustice because you got to remember, at the end of the day, this is a sport, yeah. but it's also a business. Agree. And Agreed. you're a business. So what happens if you go in there and you take a little power off those nothing, shots? Nothing. And then it gets online and then it, it, it can hinder you long term rather than getting in there and performing at your maximum level. I disagree because Shane Dixon, I could have did him just like I did Jasper Rivers. But he didn't come talking shit. Well, just like I did. He came really, really cool at me. And he beat up my dude. You know what I mean? He beat up my dude. And that really hurt me. And you know what I mean? I could have hated this dude. But when I was punching him, I really just wanted the ref to see, like, he can't really defend himself. And what was your dude that uh, Shane Dixon beat up? Jonathan Ladner, the dude I dedicated yeah. my fight shorts. And see, that's a John's see, good dude, man. That's a yeah, difference when you're on top of somebody and you're hitting them and they're done and you want the ref to see they're done. But if we're standing there and we're throwing and I'm only throwing at 80, and the thing about it is, what if you get clipped? I tell you what, if if that was to happen with me and Brandon, and he was to see, give you're, me, you're in a shallower weight class. So not only do you need to win, but you need to win in devastating fashion because you want whenever you turn pro and you want to fight in these bigger promotions look at my highlight reel look at what i've done yeah nobody wants to see the guy oh i'm six and oh when you got six unanimous decisions you can't go in there throwing 85 percent. or you want guy i mean if you were a promoter you want the guy who's six and oh with a couple unanimous decision wins or you want the guy who's six and oh that has murdered everyone he stepped in there and so at the end of the day you have to think of it as a business and and i'm sure brandon would think of it the same way i mean you have to go in there and you got to perform at optimum level i agree because what happens? You go in there and you throw a shot at eighty five, but you overstep and you hyperextend your knee now because you weren't doing what you were supposed I mean, to do. Right. Hold up, let's right. go. Let's go back though. Carlton Terrence. I looked at him and I like I, I never really I study my fighters, but I just try to look at their fight video. So you also got to remember too that y'all fight at two different weight classes. With your weight class at one seventy is a lot more forgiving. Than two oh five. This is true. See, but like I said, and more fights other, available. Too. Anybody other than Brandon, yeah, you might as well be prepared because I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm trying to hurt you yeah. very badly. Like I said, yeah. I train with Brandon, so it's kind of and that's and, and that's and that's a, the weird thing for two oh five. Like especially like an amateur, it's a shallow weight class. Yeah, right. Any chance of getting down to one eighty five or no? Uh, maybe. What kind uh, of? Do you know your body fat percentage? I don't. Typically, I'm sure it's not that. How much, hard no. is it for you to get down to two oh five? Oh, it wasn't that hard because uh, I knew a couple months ahead of time, so I just started. If it's not that hard, you could probably get down to one eighty five. Yeah, it wasn't that hard, dude. Though. If you're if you're six yeah. foot five fighting at one eighty five, I mean, I weighed like, in at two hundred three. And see, that's why I'm going to yeah, one seventy because if somebody like him cutting, <laughs> it ain't no way. It ain't no way. So Tim Tim, yeah, Cra- yeah, Tim Crater sure. used to fight at one eighty five. 
And Alan was, Belcher used to fight yeah, at 185. Yeah, those right. are huge guys. Yeah, but Alan Belcher today is a totally different body body yeah. style. Oh, yeah, he's he massive. Yeah. He's massive. Yeah, Nobody right was back in the but day. But he, he was massive at 185 back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, him, his tattoo looks so big. That Johnny Cash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him, uh, his fight with Sexy Yama is still one of my most favorite fights of all time. Yeah. Like, they were banging in that fight. But well, Alan Belcher gave somebody with the pedigree in a fight before when that dude shot in on him, grabbed his legs, and kind of just spiked him down. Oh, like, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. He triple H the dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was an amateur. It was an, I think it was an amateur fight, like a local card. What was like it last year or the year before? Where dude put a motherfucker in the Boston Crab. And yeah, su- yeah. And, su- and submitted him with it. Yeah, Dang. they put him in a legit wrestling move. Yeah, I think that was on the yeah. East Coast, maybe the second uh, yeah, and only guy, Boston crab ever. A guy yeah. had like gro- rolled over and like somehow got his back, got spun around and grabbed his leg, grabbed the other tamer. leg, and just sat on back with a ball, put their dude in a Boston crab. That's a, that's a lion yeah. tamer, right? Like, and we're that talking li- wrestling, lion tamer, Boston crab tamer. Yeah, yeah that's oh, in the wrestling, the wrestling world. Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> old WWE. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he put that dude in a fucking Boston crab. It's a spine lock. Dude was like, "Let a me spine go." Spine lock, Jesus Christ! I mean, you're sitting, you're, you're taking somebody's legs and bending them back. I mean, yeah. you're putting them in a scorpion and then just holding it down. Yeah, like oh, it's like a splato. And yeah. see, I looked up all the submissions in the UFC. The one that's the most is the rear naked choke. It's like 439 yeah. rear naked chokes in the UFC. Yeah. Most but common, like, most common choke, I think. But right? yeah. most Boston Crab, they're not even listed yet because you got to at least have like, <clears throat> at least, I think five before they even list it. So was the twister on that list? Because I no. know very, no. I've only seen like three or four twisters yeah. ever. Yep. And the UFC, there might be yeah, four or five of them total now. Uh, oh yeah, when somebody puts you in, the, in a twister at, at the UFC level, bro, it's nasty. <laughs> you got to be embarrassed. Yeah, bro. Real I talk. think we've got some snoring action going on. I've been hearing. I see. That's my thing. I don't even worry about losing in the ring no more. (laughs) I worry about like what submissions I can get, what type of attacks I could get. That's different. It ain't even about. Well, that's, that's what the amateur career is for. It's to find out what holes you have in your game to perfect your skills, to get out there and test yourself. Because I mean, amateur career is still very forgiving. That's why we talked about earlier, like who should you fight as amateurs? Yeah. And I think you should, as an amateur fighter, I think you should fight the toughest guys you can fight. Yeah. And for fight me, everybody fight often, stay healthy yeah. and stay active. And, and then once me, you turn pro, then we'll sit down and go, all right, where are you trying to go? Let's, let's make a game plan together to get you there. Most right. important but thing, stay active, stay, right? Don't, stay don't cherry active. pick your fights. Don't wait six months, eight months in between because you don't get the matchup you want. Yeah. The matchup doesn't matter. Especially what matters amateur, is you're getting in there and you're fighting. You're as getting an amateur, a, 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 it does not array fucking of guys. matter. Get no. in there and fight. That's the most hey, important thing. So uh, in my division, Kevin Killswitch Howell. I don't know where. Dowell. Dowell. There Dowell. we go. Dowell. He's the number one guy. Y'all been saying that. I haven't found this guy, man. Yeah, yeah. find him. We, we seen him I, on I don't tapology. know if he went pro or what. I mean, I get on tapology, and then Ethan Hughes is next. So yeah, if Ethan I can't Hughes fight him, two. then I know Ethan Hughes is the guy I got to fight. That's my brother. And man, I love here's him, the thing. This dude's name is, is Keith, man. Oh, it's Yo, it, Keith It's motherfucking Keith. That's why we can't find him. No, oh. no, fuck all that. And you can't find Jasper Rivers because he at the morgue. That's the worst. <laughs> He's been fighting off that name forever. Keith Dowell, six and one. Uh, looking at wins that he's got here. Uh, fighting for Summit FC. Summit, that's Northern Mississippi. That's Northern huh? Mississippi, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a whole different realm than us. Hey, man. and that's, they, they allow elbows. What did, uh, what's a different commission? Yeah, they allow elbows up there. I like this what shit. What does Jaime Garcia fight at? What way was he fighting at? Uh, it might have been 185. 185, 185. That's big. Yeah, he had a lot of body fat on him. So I think 
we need to get Jeff his first fight. I think you and Jaime Garcia get out there, <laughs> I'm throw taking, it, throwing some hands. I'm, I'm taking him down, rear naked chug, dude, off the top. Dude, dude, easy to kill him. Dude, easy. Stand up. Uh, uh, you, you can hit some mitts in the back with Jamal real quick. You sure you're quick. I'm not even throwing a punch, Throw a quick dude. combo. I mean, I'm sure you can sleep him. <laughs> not a yeah. single punch, bro. It ain't happening. We're going single leg. All right, that don't work. I'm locking hands, double leg, get him down, getting hooks. I mean, rear naked, calling it a night. I mean, baby. he's definitely going to have the muscle advantage on First round ender. Jeff, Jeff, first round ender. Hey, not even throwing a strike. You man. should old Tito Ortiz him. Just try to knock him out by slam. Just pick him up and dump him. Oh, yeah. Then let go and disengage and be like, stand back up. I need to slam you again. I don't know if Jaime's got a uh, topology here, man. I'm looking. Uh, here we go. Right here. Uh, I don't know. Jasper said results. he was 10 and 0 in the, in the locker room. Yeah. And he was 10 and 0, probably, in other fights, you know, street fights. In the alley fights. Now he's 10 and yeah. 1. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now well, he hit the more. Technically, he don't remember that fight, so it didn't happen. <laughs> that is true. The world remembers. Hey, you know, you know when like you get on a gurney, usually you get the thumbs. That up. was a gurney. I see it was this. That was a gurney. <laughs> they carried him out on the gurney, man. They did. They brought the backboard in. Fuck. Yeah, fifteen minutes. They did. They didn't gurney. even announce Jamal as a winner. No, they, they, they were like, they just gave him a medal and said, "Get your ass in the back." <laughs> yeah, that's all funny. Hey, Christian told me he's like, man, that shit didn't even go on our insurance, man. He was, yeah, all he had was a little concussion. His mouth was busted. Our insurance didn't even get caught. On oh, yeah. Chris, Christian came back there right after the fight. He was like, Jamal, I'm fucking sending you a medical bill for this shit. Yeah, there, there, there's still an outline chalk on the Empire fighting cage on that one. I think we're going to have to go back to the red match. That was dark, dude. You had Tim hop in the cage, like ready to fucking do CPR. I guess he's Tim, the, Tim, Tim Crater, man. Tim he came out and he was like, he was, bro, that was execution. <laughs> I was like, bro. Yeah. He was ready to the fucking CPR, man, mouth to mouth if need be. I mean, it was scary for him. I mean, and, and I know it's funny now because we know he's okay. Yeah. But, oh, dude, at the, at the time, bro, like, I legit it was quiet. I it was like, yeah. I legit thought I killed him. I felt moving. bad. Like, I felt oh, really hey, bad. Man. Y'all know Will? It looked like he was doing a eulogy in that meme. Yeah. If you look at him, he's got his head down. It looked like he's playing oh. for a real In that quick. picture, yeah. He was, I think he was saying when a little. John, big John, little message up to the big, big guy was sternum rubbing him hard yeah, he, he wasn't responding i was like oh shit this dude's in the shadow realm he's trying to find his body oh yeah. man he was in one of those insidious movies he was yeah, like i just can't find yeah. my way back <laughs> he was looking for that, yeah he's looking for that old lady to come find, um, um, bring him back like quickly the demons are coming <laughs> what's that the dream he was inceptioned uh, he got incepted a couple times <laughs> yeah. that's the one where you go into somebody's dream and then you, you hop into their dream and you're, before so, you know it, you're six or seven dreams deep. I never watched the movie Inception it was because awesome. somebody ruined it for me. And he told me what the end was. And I was like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I never seen The Sixth Sense because oh. somebody ruined The Sixth Sense That's for me. That's a classic. Oh, uh, yeah, it is a classic. Yeah. I, so I was, you gotta a, watch I that. think I was like 14 and I was walking out my door. And that's when we had like house phones. My phone rang. I was like, hello. They were like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, I'm getting ready to go to movies. What you going to see? Oh, I'm going to see The Sixth Sense. And they were like, oh, you know, he's dead in the whole movie. I'm like, click. Damn. It just wow. never seen it. Like, bro, you just ruined the whole movie for me. Wow. Yeah. Like, mm. so I mean, I got that dude back. Uh, his name was uh, Robert King. He was actually an OPD officer for God a little damn while. It, Robert King and uh, Robert King Jr. <laughs> but uh, dude, I ruined probably like forty movies for him. <laughs> like that was my thing. Oh, I would man. intentionally see movies and call him, like, and then slip it in mid conversation. Be like, yeah, the LSU game happened last night in Injumanji, and just like give him the whole plot <laughs> yeah. of the movie right quick. Like, bro, damn. at one point he was like, enough, enough, we're even. I was like. I guess we're even now. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so I will ruin your cinematic adventure. My grandma was like, uh, when she seen the fight, she was like, Dion, why did you go in there and do that to that guy? We told you to finish him. We didn't tell you to kill him. 
He was going to try. Did you tell your grandma that you were fighting the best fighter? Oh, I didn't tell her that. I didn't tell I mean, her that. She would have been scared. You mean to tell her you were fighting the best fighter? Yeah, she'd have been scared. Gulf Coast. She'd what is Christian talking about? Y'all two work together over a 20 what? So yeah, y'all, y'all two. So Christian just messaged on the chat. Y'all two work together. We'll bring two fivers from Hong Kong if we have to. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're gonna have bro. to. Any, like I said, anybody other than Wiley, because I train with Wiley. That's my brother. I don't want to kill him. I will beat him. Are y'all, if, t- are y'all teammates? I, yeah. yeah. I will, oh, that's what he's talking about. Is you and Brandon Wiley? Yeah. Uh, see, I didn't know. Yeah. That. I didn't realize I was, y'all were teammates. Yeah, yeah we're he teammates. Fights, he fights at Jason Knight MMA. Okay. But we're yeah. also that's part a of Jason Knight. Too. Yeah, that's why I said I don't. I wouldn't do that with him. You know what I'm saying? But anybody else, be. Prepared to, I really want to see Brandon. I'm going to hurt I you. do want to see Brandon fight another legit 205, though. So you were talking about the gyms out here, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how we're going to do the rankings for the 21, uh, 2021. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I want it to be known, like, y'all out here on notice. We phenomenal fit, and we about to build our squad up. Right, right. And I really want Shane Dixon to come out. He said he wanted to come 155. If he could make it, if I had the money to get him to train with me, I'd make him a 155 because I know can't nobody touch him. Mm-hmm. After even after all what I did to him in the cage, can't nobody touch him if he trained with me. All right, here we all go. Right. Here we go, guys. Uh, two of fives in Louisiana. Some pretend potential. That I, I, potential matchups. Potential. Here. Potential. Uh, so we, we've got, you know, Larry Bradford who fought on that Empire car. That's a, that's a, that would be a nice fight. That's the guy we were talking about earlier. He's from T Web MMA. He's yeah. Like, you saw that a, fight. Huh? Josh Mancuso, Black uh, Brown, Brown Belt. Belt yeah. You, okay. saw, you saw that fight, huh? Uh, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, he fought the next night. He fought on the same night. He fought uh, Saturday. Yeah, he fought Saturday. I seen okay. It. That would yeah. be, that would be a really good fight. See, I was only there to watch. Is he, what is Larry? Number 10 or watch number Double one? G. Uh, Larry's number five in the okay, state right now. four. Uh, Vladimir Naranjo is the Ecuadorian guy. He fought at that Bayou card. You were repping yep. it. I don't know if you repped his fight or not. Okay, who, who else? We got? Uh, who, you remember who he fought that night? Who's no. above T Webb's guy? Who we got above him? T Webb, that's my brother. So I don't really want to fight his camp either because oh, I, I want him to look good. So who we got next after you, him? You talking about for 170? No, I'm no, talking, talking about, about for 205. 205. All right, Larry Bradford. We got Vladimir Naranjo. Uh, I but, think he's back in Ecuador. Listen, so. it really won't matter. Christian just said he's, 18, he's 185 now. It won't matter who Who's it that? is. They need to be Larry, prepared Larry. because I'm coming. Okay. I am coming. It doesn't matter. I'm coming. Yeah. Who else we got? Who else we got? Matty Ice Costello. Where's he out of? I've never even heard of him. This, this is Louisiana, so I don't like the Matty Ice reference either. He's 2-0. Uh Right That'd be passage. a good fight, though. Where's, where's Rite of Passage? I don't know. This might be for Alexandria. Who's the, oh, who's okay, the number okay. one 205 or amateur? Dude, this is a while ago. Number number one 205 amateur. We're looking at uh, Ethan LeBlanc, 5-0. and Where's he out of? Uh, a name like LeBlanc. You know, he's from yeah. around here. Yeah, he's, 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 he's from, from Opelousas. Yeah, <laughs> Lafayette. <laughs> yeah. Name like, so, it last fought by UFC 41. Uh... When was that? That was uh, 2019, the end of last year. Okay. So, I mean, pretty. So, is he still training or guy, is he I mean, like, what, what's he doing? Oh, I mean, uh, he's, you know, 14 months out of competition. Uh, got a Bayou FC 41, Gulf Coast MMA before that, Atlas Bayou, and then Friction FC. So, it was all from mid-2018 until. Hey, Christian, if you're still listening, when is the next Empire card supposed to be? We'll wait and see if he responds. Yeah, we yeah. got live, live comments here. What yeah. about... Uh, for 170, man, if you don't have uh, with you and Ethan Hughes, if you don't want that to work out, I mean, anybody else in mind? Uh, I haven't, re- like I said, I want kill switch. All right. 
whoever he is. If we, he hasn't went pro, I won't kill Switch. Man, we had to pull up Kill Switch because y'all were calling him the wrong Keith. name. His name All y'all had was a nickname. His name is Keith, Keith Dowell. Dowell. Keith Dowell. All y'all had was a nickname. Yeah. Keith Dowell is name. Yeah. He got to come down here. I mean, I'll go to, I'll go up there to fucking, I don't know where he had in Mississippi, way up there. You know what I mean? I don't like going up there. It ain't no internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no internet up there. My mama stay up there. So Tupelo, man, that's Tupelo. Yeah. That sounds about right. Tupelo. Yeah. Where, where's where's Tupelo, Mississippi? I don't know. That's way Tupelo. up there. That's Tupelo. where they got. That's where they call it high speed. Why Tupelo? Wi-Fi. Tupelo, Mississippi is uh like up north. It's yeah. Lee County. So they yeah. call it Wi-Fi. Yeah, high speed Wi-Fi. <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah, they still they still working on three G. Yeah, bro. They just got fiber optics last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different realm, man. Even northern Louisiana too for us, man. Like, we yeah. don't know any of those people. Yeah, bro. I, I I go out there to Camp Borgard when I was in the military, man. It's sad up there, bro. <laughs> Internet is like, it's dial up, bro. That's like, I know, the, I know the AKA shows happen up, up in northern Louisiana, and they have some, put on some phenomenal fights, but yeah. they're just so far away. Like, yeah. I don't go to them. And who Good. wanted to fight alligators just to go to a fight? <laughs> we, we literally don't know 95% of the people in that car. It's just a whole different scene. It's a yeah. whole different scene. Yeah, and it's, yeah. and it's it's something we we want to go to. But it's a yeah. six-hour drive there, and then a six-hour drive I back. I mean, like it's, Mobile, it's Alabama is closer. Pensacola, Florida is yeah. closer. Yeah. So we, the, we know Pensacola to Houston almost. Yeah, because we mean, go to we go to Biloxi, and it's only maybe 45 minutes to an hour to get out there. And so, you know. Yeah, and going up there, man, I mean, the best hotel is like a Motel 6. I mean, and the lights don't line? work up there, bro. Not counting the casino. Yeah. <laughs> I used to bounty hunt up there in West Monroe like once every four months. Like the company that I was working for, they would just take everybody for like four months and they'd give me a stack of like 30 files. And I would go up there for like a week in West Monroe and we were staying like the Red Roof Inn. It was like February top- 27th. That's when it go down. So y'all want to see me fight again? Y'all want to see my boy fight again on Empire? February 27th, baby. Get your Valentine's Day. Save your money after that. Get get her a one flower, not 12. Christian, while you're listening, I'm glad glad you said that. Uh, Because now these guys got me feeling like, you know, don't let nobody make it. So whether my hand is healed or not, I'm going to knock somebody off. Your your hand should be definitely be good. We fight on broke legs out of phenomenal. We don't care. We coming. You got to kill me in there. Yeah, I'm fighting anybody. It doesn't matter. Whoever they put in there with me, they need to be prepared because I'm coming to kill you. You coming to fight me. I'm not. And see, the thing is, our training is way worse than being in that cage. I don't even, I think he hit me with three knees in the cage total, but he really couldn't put nothing behind it. I mean, let's, I mean, so your last fight, I mean, Shane Dixon is not a phenomenal athlete. No. Uh, So I'm really looking forward to see you with a good test. Yeah. I think it's time for you to to get somebody that's hard nosed, wants to fight you. Uh, you're fighting at uh, 170, right? Yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sh- I think a ever great since I think a I great met, ever since I met Christian, I have no ass. What is he, uh He took me from 215 to 170. What is Elliot fight at? 170, 180? I think Elliot's at 155. At 155 now? I think so. Yeah, I I'd, uh, I'd try to get you one of those gladiator boys or somebody from Mid City, a nice stout fight for you that that's that's what i would want for you somebody that's gonna who's equally as prepared as you and that's coming just like you're coming and then let's see a fight of the night like let's let's see some hands thrown i got you all right oh you you trying to set up double g and uh elliot abair uh, i think that would be a great fight but yeah. I, but you say you think elliot fights at 55 i think elliot abair would be another explosive athlete dude he's 
He fights at 55. Though. I'm not kidding. Does he, yeah. does, he, bro. does he fight at 55? Elliot I, fights I, at 55, and he's got a fight coming up with Emmanuel Harris. Yeah, I like to eat too much, bro. 55, that's a <laughs> lot, bro. That's what do you, a lot. What do you walk at? I walk at it like 180. My mom told me to tell you that forget the uh, bull jive and all the politics. Kid, we're killing anybody that gets in front of us. That's what I'm talking about, mama. That's what my mama said. She so said so, so mama anybody. agrees with old Nikki the G. Yeah, that she that said, kill anybody that get gets it. in front of you. Anybody. Look at Eli. He was supposed to be here. That's Big Baby. Yeah. Hey, when Big Baby turned 18, all you heavyweights on notice, my son going to kill everybody. Believe play with him. Treat him like Believe he a that. child, and he going to play with Believe you. That. So the heavyweight that we're the highest on right now is old Brandon Abair. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh Brandon Thug. Thug. Have, you, have you watched any uh, Brandon's fight? I haven't. Play with my son Go Eli. Look at, he uh, kill what's him. his name? Uh, his name is Thug Passion. Thug Passion. Brandon. Brandon. He been listening yeah. to Tupac a little bit too. What's the hell of a name? That, that is a Tim Crater nickname. Yeah, okay, that's his. Right. Uh, he's a Tim. He's a Tim Crater heavyweight. Tim Crater purple belt. Yes. And uh, he was a nominated for Fighter of the Year. Like he smashed people last year. Like I think what he had like four fights and it was like forty five seconds total fight time. Yeah, I think seven professional fights or something like that. He's like under ninety seconds total. Like, bro, it's, it's insane. He's putting Damn. hands on professional fights. It's nuts. His last fight on Atlas, like, Duke hit him like three times in a row, and he was just like, okay, here he comes. <laughs> like, wow. Like, dude, he's, 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 he's a pro, but he is nasty. I think the next two pros out of Louisiana to make it to the bigger scene is going to be AJ the Ghost Fletcher and Thug Passion. Brandon All right. Abram. So how, how, how are we looking at this in 2021? You guys think COVID is going to affect it where they're still just pulling from America? Uh, or so, you think we're going to tap out with this new vaccine? We're tapping out, out, man. We're tapping out early so February, mid-February. I really, I really think out. like by hopefully in my opinion, I think that probably like July, we should be oh, good dude. to go again. I hope so. And I, I, I hope it, wearing a fucking mask. I hope it's, I hope it's closer than that, but it, it just sounds reasonable that yeah. July is going to be when it's going to happen. I mean, but even if like, if COVID's around and it's going to be around forever, like we need to learn to adjust just like Mississippi has. Mississippi has done great putting on shows yeah. and Louisiana needs to get like that. Florida's putting on shows. I mean, so all these other States need to figure out what they need to do to get their fighters back fighting. And I right. mean, the governor, right. he made us wear those masks for the last fight. Cause before that, man, I mean, we didn't have no mask on this Mississippi, bro. I walk in the store. I'm not wearing no mask. Nobody I says anything. Not, Nobody gives you any no, shit. I you right. double G you walk yeah. in that motherfucker. Yeah. You're like, what you, what you, yeah. got? you know <laughs> pop, what I mean? Pop a shirt off, show the abs. Real talk. And you know what I mean? But it bothers me because it's like, I already had the Rona. Our whole camp caught the Rona. Oh, I caught it on Thanksgiving Day. I ate four plates of food, couldn't taste, couldn't smell. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that, man. How, I mean, how was it, it? It sucked. I ain't gonna lie. If I was 80 years old and I caught it and my respiratory system was bad, I would probably try heroin for the first time. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. All right, all right. You what, know else, what, I mean? what, what else? Other than not was, getting uh, to taste that delicious Thanksgiving I'm go food. Ahead and ride the iron horse. I yeah. mean, <laughs> Jamal's mom might not let y'all be friends after this show. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. passing the vape, some wild yeah. shit, passing the vape pen, talking about hard drugs. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, hey. but you know, hiding I mean? guns and washing machines oh, and shit. Yeah. What? She she's gonna text me in a second. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but real talk, man. It's like I went through it. The body aches suck. I slept a lot. Yep. But it's like once I recovered, I mean, the first two days in training, it sucked. I could barely breathe. And Christian, like legit, that's why I go out there with Jason Knight and all them. 
They try to kill us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I caught like yeah. six cramps working. And you're like, dude, I'm recovering from the Rona. And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Fuck the Rona. No. You get in here. You get on these beds. We go kill you tonight. Yeah. That's right. You die in here. That way you don't die in the cage. Like, you know gonna, what I mean? I'm going to give talk. y'all an example of something like, because I've never been through this in my life. Like, bro, the training there is so much different, man. Like, because uh, one thing that we're going to do that, they, that we do uh, to get ready like they're gonna put you in the middle, and whoever's there, they're gonna drop fucking bombs on you. Like every punch is gonna be hard, every kick is gonna be hard, every shot is gonna be hard. And your job is to operate at like forty percent and try to move the fuck out the way or whatever. So throughout that whole time, and they're steady, and he's switching. They're gonna be switching yeah. every minute. Yeah. Every minute, you get a fresh fighter, a fresh body. And Jason Knight will come in like the third round and just and kick wait, wait, wait till you nice and tired. Yeah. Oh my god. And kick oh. your soul through the window. Jason, real cool. Jason Knight's a lot to handle. When yeah. you're at full power, he yeah. is. Here's the he thing is. about Jason too: twenty and six MMA fighter. I think for a lot of people, they don't understand. Maybe it's because of boxing records, how inflated they are. To be twenty and six as a professional mixed martial artist is absurdly rare. Yes, yes. that's yes. so special, man. And he was like, uh, what, uh, eighteen and two or something like that when he joined the UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But like Jason grew up fighting in bars when he was like twelve. He's still fighting in bars. 80, I, I've seen videos recently. <laughs> he's still. I've seen. I've seen videos from just a couple months ago, man. He's still fighting. <laughs> Bars. Look, all the best fighters fighting bars. Mike Perry, <laughs> Jason Knight, Conor McGregor. Well, Jason was fighting dudes. BJ Penn got knocked out. So. But BJ Penn's been knocked out <laughs> in a couple bars. Out. <laughs> yeah. See, I always wonder with like legends like BJ Penn and Matt Hughes and stuff like that, like Hoist Gracie. Like we kind of saw it a little bit with Hoist when we took Hoist from UFC 1 and then we brought him into the future and let him fight Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes beat the hell out of him. Yeah, he did. It's like, but if you would take guys like Matt Hughes and BJ Penn and bring them with their skill set now and drop them off in the UFC, like, would the That's, same thing happen to them? You know, probably why? so because Ryan probably. Hall destroyed BJ Penn. Probably. Oh, yeah, he really. Ryan did. Hall destroyed yeah, him. And there's this evolution of sport. Uh, I was reading about this not too long ago. Like, you know, a hundred years ago, the winner of the Boston Marathon wouldn't even have qualified to race this past year. The person yeah. who won it a hundred years ago wouldn't even be able to run this. Exactly. So that's just how humans are, man. And if we weren't this way, we wouldn't be here having this conversation. We'd have been lying food, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of years ago. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> that that's the reason that we're here is because we get better constantly at everything we do. And that's why nobody can mess with my coach and he's a Brown belt, but he should be a black belt. Kirk should be a black belt because he realized like the game has changed. Real talk. Mama sent the text. Oh, what here we in go. The world. <laughs> oh God, we get whoopings when we get home. <laughs> hey, but real talk, like the jujitsu has evolved. Oh yeah. And if you don't recognize like the change in the sport and how things are getting different, that's why like most people who make it to the UFC, what do they have a background in? Wrestling. Yep. You want to go out there and bang all the time. I mean, banging is cool, but yeah. I mean, how how hard is it to really knock somebody out? What about that dude that's not going to go? We had a dude, uh, uh, what was it, 2019, was it middle of 2019? 20 of 2019, I was roughing the fight and he had a big cut and I had to pull him on the side and let the doctor come in and check him out. And he's going, just let me bang, bro. And I'm like, it's got doctor's got to check you. I, like, I just want to bang, bro. Yeah. Just let me bang, no, bro. Julian Lane. <laughs> it was like, bro, calm down. Like, 
I think ah, I think he lost that fight. <laughs> I think the doc was like, you, you good to go. I was like, continue to bang, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Do your thing. You know, and you got to realize that, you know what I mean? Like, if this dude's out banging me, I might want to change my game plan. Right. If he's out wrestling me, I might not want to wrestle him. Or if he's out jiu-jitsuing me. This isn't tough, man, dude. Yeah, this exactly. Is, you got martial this arts. This is chess. Yeah. This is chess. If you don't know how to play chess, don't get in this cage with me. It's human chess with dire physical consequences. And I'm built like a G.I. Joe since birth. So you play with me if you want to out of all the shit I've been through. You better be ready to kill me. You better be ready to kill him because he Jamaling them. Somebody that said, is a term now. Said BJ Penn versus Blessed Prime in Prime would be Banga. Maybe Holloway. Uh, uh, it's, Max Holloway. Are we talking about prime. Max Holloway in his prime versus BJ There's only, one, there's only prime? one Blessed. Uh, Max Holloway would destroy BJ Penn in yeah. his prime. It wouldn't even be a fight. We Agreed. talk about this all right? the time. Max would ping I him agree. up a lot fast. A lot of people have this yeah. idea about BJ Penn. I think he would finish BJ Penn. A lot of people are high on BJ Penn because yeah. he was a prodigy and he got the black belt was. in four years. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. But the dude wasn't that phenomenal of a fighter. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that BJ Penn's fall off is more recent than what it is. BJ Penn yeah. since 2004. Think about 2004. What was going on? That's 16 years ago. He's won seven fights yeah. and he's fought like 25. He, he didn't fall off recently. He fought, he fell off two decades ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So like a lot of people, I don't know. I, I just think it's because he's one of the originals, you know, and we have to pay him that respect and we should, but is it, it was he really that good or is it just nostalgia fucking us over again? Right. Yeah. You know, right. looking back at, but see, the thing is, it's not like basketball, football. The MMA world is kind of political like as fuck. It's worse than any other sport I can think of. Amateurs really can't even get paid. Like, if you don't have sponsors, you're broke as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't work. I got sponsors. You know what I mean? Thank God. You know what I mean? My wife goes to work. Or I'd be like, I don't know how I'd afford going to my gym. <laughs> You know what I mean? But like football is geared to where you got college, you got professionals, you, you have, you know what I mean? You got that, you got that. But in, in fighting, it's just like, oh yeah, this dude can sell more tickets than him. So, so I'm gonna let him make it. BJ Penn was 16 and 14 and two. And to end his career, he ended his career on a seven fight losing streak. Holy I think that career is still going on, man. I don't know if it's over yet. Uh, no, I mean, his his last fight was uh, May 2019 and then Dana said like he wasn't going to book him anymore but I mean he did fight he fought Ooh, epic film he fought a ton nothing in there. a ton of killers in his career but I mean I mean BJ is uh, he lost to Jens Pulver then BJ actually fought Leota Machida at one point, he lost to Lyoto. He lost to George. He lost to George St. Pierre twice. He lost to Frank Yeager twice. He lost to Matt Hughes, lost to Nick Diaz, lost to Rory McDonald, lost to Frank Yeager again, lost to Ryan Hall, lost to Yadier Rodriguez, lost to Dennis Silver, lost to Clay Guida. I mean, he was just getting beat up Leo a lot. Cheetah was a dog in his time, too. Uh, yeah, he was one of the first fighters that was – you know what? I'm going to move around and you got to catch me. Yeah, he was really good. See if you can catch me. See if you can. If you can't, if you can't catch me. You can't hit me. Yeah, exactly. And he was one of the least hit fighters for a long, long time. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like Leota. Whatever happened to Leota Machida? Uh, he just retired, man. Yeah, he's old now. Yeah, he's a little bit older now. Max Bear and Dog the Bounty Hunter, Prime and Prime. Oh, now you have nonsensical questions. 
Max Bear was a real fighter and Dog is a fake Indian. <laughs> oh man. But uh what about Bellator? Uh my name Jonathan said Bellator, but we don't oh is that where Leoto is now? Is that the qu- answer to the question? I think so. I know uh I'm 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 pretty amped to see this uh Anthony Johnson and uh Romero they've been hyping up. Uh, Anthony Johnson and Romero in Bellator. Yeah, I think the old trash is Anthony. I think Johnson. so too. Anthony, so Anthony Johnson's a big puncher, but if you can survive the storm, he quits. He does it every time. He, he's he's very easily broken. Yeah, and I, but but on the other side of the coin, it's extreme devastation it if is. he can touch you. It is. Uh, he's going to hurt you. Uh, let's look up old Leoto Machita. That but yeah, man. Uh, That's Jonathan. He said, if I'm not mistaken, Anthony Johnson just uh, did like a grappling match against Ryan Bader. And Ryan Bader smashed. Him. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Like it wasn't even. Uh, That's not his game. Uh, I guess it's your game when they're trying to give you a paycheck. Yeah, of course. Of course. As long as you're paying me. Yeah, I, I, I shit. I don't give a fuck who I fight. You paying me shit. Right. You paying me. You yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Real talk. Dude, what's the most you can do? Knock me out? Yeah. Submit me? Slate me? Okay, yeah. what? I still get $100,000 after this fight? Okay, cool. Yeah, Fuck exactly. It. Shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, fighter pay has come a long way and it needs to come Definitely. a long more. Definitely. I think Jeff was telling me the other day, like, uh, the UFC spent like 18% of their budget on fighter pay. And I said, ah, I thought that should have been closer to like 40. Right. Yeah. And that's why I like McGregor because he's changing the game. He changing the game. You know I what just I mean? don't like he, him as a person. I love seeing him fight, though. That's true. I love seeing him fight, and I and I don't just know him, but all the things that he's put down throughout his history of being famous and a superstar. I'm not fucking with that. That's just me. I'm not. I'm not fooling with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan is correct. Leota Majida is now in Bellator, and he has a two and two record in ah, Bellator. Big baby. What That's my son. He said, y'all going to have me on this interview one day. Hey, tell your parents they should have let you come out here because we <laughs> love you. Hey, and if you want pecan pie, we're going to call them Big Baby's Pecan Pies. He makes the best pecan pie on the planet. He does. Nice. Like, nice. He I should have bought you a slice, but we ate it all before we came. Yeah, he makes pecan pie like my best granny. Pre- best prediction. Oh, oh, this is yeah. this is yeah. Uh, this Pecan. is a good question. It said best prediction if Mike Tyson and Brock Lesnar prime prime in an MMA fight. That's a very simple question. Brock Lesnar would have beat the holy hell out of Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, in an MMA fight? In an MMA fight, yeah. Yeah. Brock is, uh, people don't realize that Brock is legitimate six foot five, a legitimate 300 pounder. He's huge. Who moves like he's He's 155. He's huge. He's one of the strongest men on the planet at all times. And everybody's like, Tyson's punching power. Bruh. Brock, Brock would have blast doubled him, put him on his back. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, he would have had whatever hey, he wanted I, w- to. I would fight Mike Tyson. Day. I love Mike Tyson. I wouldn't even take a picture with Roy Jones because I love Mike Tyson that much. Yeah. But I would fight Mike Tyson and beat him today yeah. if I could wrestle. Yeah, because people yeah. aren't stupid enough to stand up with punch, Mike Tyson. I'm not going to punch with Mike Tyson. That's retarded. That's dumb. See, I'm not even really a big boxing fan per se. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I like, I watch like the, the, the big ones. Like I think I watched the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones fight and I was kind of like aggravated with that bullshit. Yeah. Roy just seemed like he wanted to hug Tyson. Yeah. Tyson was still trying to kill him. But then again, I I, want to hug Tyson too. He's the coolest shit dude. Right. And Tyson right before he's like, I got real, real high before the fight. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I think the last fight I watched before that was uh, the Gypsy King absolutely destroying Deontay Wilder. Yes. So, but uh, I think the Gypsy King is going to fight Anthony Joshua next, and that's going to be another brutal massacre. So here, Double G, I got a matchup for you, man. I don't know if you know this kid. Uh, I've seen him fight a few times. I think Lay it he's on us. 17 years old. Might have just turned 18. Elijah Brantley. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I know Elijah. Good, good I know fight. Elijah. He's, I seen him fight uh, Jeremy South last time on Empire. He destroyed him with wrestling. Yep. He, so he's a 170. Welterweight. Uh, yeah, Jeremy South. He's take, got a, a fight he coming said, up. Take, take Brock out for Kimbo. Uh, of course Tyson wins that fight because Kimbo couldn't wrestle. Kimbo couldn't do jujitsu. Although Kimbo did beat the shit out of Houston Alexander. And that he was kind of the end of Houston. Houston's kind of rise of fame. Remember, Houston was like executing people for a minute. And but then, what about da- Dada and Kimbo? <laughs> I mean, that- uh, those, are, those, those were both. Uh, see, Kimbo was like an amateur fighter that he had a big name. So he went pro. And I kind of feel the same with Dada. I don't think Dada is like a legit. Yeah. A legit threat to a legit heavyweight. I mean, because there's levels in this game. It's like, I love Greg Hardy. I want to see Greg Hardy do well. But Greg Hardy just got pinged up like real bad. And like we were talking about like uh, he and I were talking the other day and I was like, I said, I love Greg Hardy. He'll never be the UFC heavyweight champion. I said, because there's levels to this game. Yeah. Now, uh, Stipe is on a plateau in the heavyweight division by himself. And then we're going to see how John Jones is at heavyweight. But then after that, uh, there's really nobody else at that upper echelon. I mean, you have yeah. Francis Ngannou because God knows you don't want to walk into that hand. And then Alice Overeem has been looking really good as of late, making a really great run. And then we have a couple of uh, new guys, so some new blood coming into the heavyweight division. Yeah. A lot, a lot of scary guys. I just said Dada. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my that's my dude, Lance. Now, but Dada's got uh, that new bare knuckle uh, Lance promotion. Ar- Lance Arthur is a, uh, yeah. he's a Lance is a one seventy amateur out of uh, Mid City MMA as well. He didn't fight last year, uh, but he's another one of those scary guys that just kind of doing a little dicking around and needs to get his ass back in that cage. Hey, who was telling us about Dada's uh, triangular bare knuckle ring? Oh, was that shit. Dan Mergliata? That was Big Dan. Big Dan was trying to say he, he's starting a uh, bare knuckle thing, but it's a triangle. He's trying to get some traction going on that. Yeah, maybe in Tallahassee or something, somewhere in Florida. Okay. Yeah, it's a bare knuckle uh, promotion that they fight in a triangle. You know, so you got to get out, stay out of those corners, right? You get one of those corners, you're fucked. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize, like, we just worked security for Shaq at the last beer knuckle. And that yeah. was like, were you awesome. one of the escorts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, we should, we should have gone and gotten pictures then. That would right. also, that would, that would be a good fight for you too. That guy right there, Lance Arthur at 170 out of mid city. Okay. That'd be a good fight. too. Hey, that's the thing with me. I ain't scared to fight nobody, bro. You what put you, anybody you in guys, front of me, it's on. What do you guys think about the MMA industry evolving to two on two or even male versus female same weight class? Possibly Never in our no future male lifetime. Female. All right, yeah, so ever so male versus female, male versus female. It's even the same weight class. It's different. the 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 body is different. A 155 pound man and 155 pound female. They're they're completely different. And we have weight classes for a reason. We have different sexes for a reason. I mean, everybody makes the, uh, the argument. I think Dave Chappelle said it in one of his standups. He goes, if LeBron James has a sex change and becomes a woman, does he get to stay in the NBA or does he go to the WNBA where he'll score 800 points a game? Yeah. Joanna man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so that that's never going to happen. You can see some male versus female shit over in Russia. We Uh, did. We saw, uh, yeah, old girl against the five hundred and twenty something pounds. She beat but, his but, ass. But, yeah. but as far which, as the two on two, 
Uh, there's actually in Asia and Europe stuff, they have five on five MMA yeah. and you can see it. And th- those things are, are crazy because they all run up and you see it's <laughs> five on five. And really the first person to get the five on four advantage, yeah, they win, they win because <laughs> if you're over there grappling with somebody and they got you on and uh, you on top of somebody trying to pound them out and I come run over there and soccer kick your ass, yeah. uh, yeah, just don't you be the first guy. Up, out. Bro. That's bro. the key to the fight. Hey, don't be but, the first guy. But, out. but that's the thing, though. That's what I want to do. I, I want people to bring their five best. We bring our five best. We hit the octagon. So Y'all talking it, this shit. I think it's one we guy. We go at it. We can do that in the parking lot. I think man. it's yeah, one guy. Yeah, we could. We could. But I want to get paid <laughs> yeah. for it. I don't want to yeah. do it for yeah. free. We just need Let's sponsors. Get, yeah. Yeah, get some sponsors. A couple gyms. Yeah. And you're gonna have to show me you can beat our team. Exactly. Look, all that's going down in Russia, man. Russia's got some crazy shit coming out with the fight circus. They're doing group fights, three on one two on two they had the chick and the dude uh the chick with against the 500 pound dude she beat his ass she beat his ass and she got a, a deal with bellator yeah, yeah really. Hey, <laughs> but at the end of the day i'm more of a fan of the women fighters in the sport i ain't even gonna lie like that's why i got an all-female corner i got monica medina and i got sarah Mondaca who's your favorite f- favorite female fighter outside of amanda nunez I like Chris Cyborg. Okay. I like Ronda Rousey just because she's a wrestler. I like that hip toss she had. All right. So I had this conversation before. I think that Ronda Rousey did more for female sports. I think historians will look back a thousand years from now and they'll look at Ronda Rousey and I say what, what she did for female sports because you've got constantly female fights, main event female fights, right? That millions of people are watching males fight. Just to get to the female fight. You don't see that in any other sport. You would never watch an NBA game as the prelim to a WNBA match. Yes. You would never watch uh, a, 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 yeah, a, a woman's soccer or, or men's soccer. You, you would never watch a men's soccer match as the prelim for a women's soccer match. Right. And it's not that it's for whatever reasons. Right. And Ronda Rousey's the one that did that. I, I, she did. I'm Agreed. not saying she's the most dominant female athlete of all time. No. I'm not saying she's the most dominant female fighter of all time. I'm saying what she did for female sports is unprecedented. Agree. And there's no other sport. There's no other sport where you're watching men compete as the warm up for the women's match. There's no other sport that that's happened. It's insane. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and it's like Monica, she was supposed to do the first uh, combat uh, bare knuckle MMA event. And I mean, that's still going to happen. Monica, she wants to fight bare knuckle? Yeah. Tell but, talk to Nick and I, man. I know. Got she's going to do it, but I mean, I kind of like... Nick and I... I was going home and I kind of hurt her in training. And I, I felt horrible about it. And, you know, I want to give a shout she's out. She's tough, right? man, Monica. Yeah, wanna, she is. She punched me like a man. Y'all remember in Fast and the Furious, the first one, when Ja Rule lost that race and he yelled out, Monica! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real talk. That's, that's my squad. That's why she in my corner. I love that girl. And I hurt her. And it, it broke my heart, man. And it's like, you know, I, I took her away. She She's recovering right now. Our females are recovering. Yeah. So all you females out here in the sport, You're thinking on y'all playing, our females are healing and y'all don't notice. Y'all don't notice. It's a wrap. We need to fight for uh, old Macy, bro, man. Y'all got any girls at Phenomenal Fit that, uh, what's Macy, a 125 right? I don't, or 115? I don't know. She's small. I, I love Macy because she with my boy Justin, but she don't want that smoke with Phenomenal Fit. I'm letting her know right Period. now. I love Monica her. Monica and uh, Sarah, what are they fighting at? Uh, I think Sarah is a flyweight, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure either. 125, know, we can make that happen. We'll make weight, whatever. Yeah, definitely. It don't matter. Like Sarah, I said, we ain't scared to fight nobody at Phenomenal Fit. Sarah is killing Sarah guys. and Monica both professional, right? Or no, uh, Monica last... Monica is professional. 
Yeah. Uh, Sarah, she's still an amateur, but I mean, she could go professional. What's Monica fighting? Yeah. They're yeah. killing guys What's Monica in the gym. I mean, Monica done got some. I mean, no offense. I'm married and shit. And, you know, Monica's <laughs> married, but Monica done got some ass on yeah, her. Don't so do it, man. Don't do ho- it. Gonna- hopefully, she at about 135. You're going to be getting worse texts than from Jamal's mom. Yeah, you keep talking like I know, that. Bro. I'm going to get murdered on the way You're home. You're going to be sleeping on the couch with Jamal's yeah. brother. I'm going to be sharing a coffee <laughs> with Jasper Rivers. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Bro, they uh, made a meme of that. Yeah, bro. I can't believe it. you want to see a dead body. Look at Jasper River. <laughs> What's that? That's the old uh, boys in the hood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or bar. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think Monica probably she like if, just picking her. Monica's I, a little thick, so I, I, I say she's, she's like tall too. She's taller than Macy. One thirty-five right yeah. now, maybe. I really don't see too many females uh, beating Monica and Sarah. Honestly, period. I mean, to, for for the female fighter that's better than the rest and above average. You had the quickest route to the top. Yeah. And then yeah. out of Fort Hood, I mean, yeah. my girl, Caitlin, uh, I, I I don't know if her name is Nickadow. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Ain't nobody playing with her either. I'd I like mean. to see Evelyn De Silva uh, get another fight out here. Hell so yeah. She yeah. was. Oh, or uh, my girl, uh, Rocky Rocco in uh, Houston. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah's pretty badass, too. So she's fighting uh, all those icon cards, man, down in Mexico, right? Yeah. Kayla Rocco? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, she fought the last two icon cards down there, I think. Going great. Ah, my wife's crazy. I love you, baby. Don't kill me. Don't leave. Don't lock the door, please. <laughs> what? I did. We, I, we told, I we something about we told you about that right there. Yeah, she said I could go share coffee with him. <laughs> He's talking about his coach's asses and stuff. You, you, right. you should have been talking about. Uh, yeah. Dude, you've been saying uh, uh, Rick, Vic. What's y'all's coach out there, Rick? Oh, Kurt. Kurt, Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, you've been talking about Kurt's ass. Yeah. Oh, Kurt's yeah, well, ass. Well, Kurt talking, talking about. Uh, do you know who? Do you know who yeah. that is? Well, Kurt's got the biggest who? dick on the Mississippi Liliana? coast. No, that yeah. last one, uh, Ilya McFarlane. What they say? Any respect for Alima Lay McFarlane. Who the fuck is that? Oh, we don't know who that is. That's a yeah. female. Mike fighter. Jones. He went old school. Mike Jones. She said, "Any I, respect for Mike Jones." That's what I'm getting from it because I don't know Bellator who Bellator flyweight Alima Lay McFarland. Uh, I'm, right. I'm really not high on oh, that's Bellator in general. That comment? Yeah, we about we, we about to Google her real quick. <laughs> oh, he, he, just, he just he just looked her up. Like he's, she's, she's a Bellator, a Bellator fighter. A Bellator yeah. fighter. What's her record? Eleven and one. Oh, oh shit! I mean, she's badass. Who she fought though? Yeah. I mean, eleven and one can mean a lot if you fighting crackheads. Just, I mean, shit. She ain't fought eleven fucking crackheads though. Exactly. Just, just lost the Khabib Bellator fought, women's fight. fought like eighteen title. uh crackheads. True. <laughs> yeah. And they say he's the best. Crackheads are hard to kill though. That's true. Like I mean, really, in, in lots a foot, of strength. You can't beat him in a foot raise, but I mean, you beat him in a fight. I know some crackheads that are knocking fucking heads, bro. I promise. <laughs> you come to the south side of Gauche, you'll see some. What is, a, what is a Gauche, man? That's, a- that's where I'm from. I'm from Gauche, Mississippi. All right, that's a city. South side, right, across right. them tracks. Lad there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. There's some crackheads out there with the truth. They got refrigerators yeah. on their tell you. Let me tell you something about Mississippi, man. For uh, Atlas uh, shows, the last couple ones, they've been setting us up at a hotel out in Gulfport with all the fighters and everything. And... Uh, I'm like, man, what? Where does Atlas got to stand, man? They got to stand out in the hood in Gulfport, man. What the? <laughs> hey. and, I, I, and then look, look, look. I drive around Gulfport for a little bit. I'm like, no, nah, they got us in a nice area of Gulfport, man. What the fuck is wrong with this city? It's just Gulfport. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Where are we out at in Gulfport? Right by the mall, the outlet malls. Oh, yeah, go like oh, a yeah, block from the outlet malls. Yeah, that is a nice area. That's what I'm saying. Hey, but hold up. <laughs> yeah, you were lucky. Hold up. It came, it came out of Atlas though, so I don't even trust them. It's don't it. fight on Atlas. Come to Empire. <laughs> whoa, bro. whoa. We, we can't say that Atlas is a friend of the. Show. Show. And Atlas I'm is and we, we enjoy that. Awesome, you're in for Atlas. It's a great, great show, man. Great card. I, I they got would, the Fight TV. 
I, I can't hate. I'm just I'm Empire all day, Glenn, baby. Glenn I, definitely I, Empire, Glenn, but I would fight for Atlas too. Glenn, Glenn I would Mathias fight any, was any promotion, anybody. That's yeah. a great promotion. Glenn was the first person to bring fights back to the Gulf Coast. For real, yeah, real. Definitely, he's a pioneer in the real. game. So we found out that uh, he owned, used to manage bars. Like, so he used to like manage three doors down before they got real, real big. For real, yeah. we had him on the show because they're from about the coast. Yeah, that's they used, to be, they used to be the house band at a bar he owned. Damn, yeah. like a lot. Of, I mean, you get mixed reviews on a lot of people, man. But in my opinion, Glenn's good people. Glenn's man. solid, yeah, All right. All good right. people. Yeah, and they put on a great show too. They've got the partnership with Fight TV, right? So they got pay per view deals. Your people yeah. that can't come out to the show, fourteen ninety nine, they can get it. You know, That's professional awesome. quality, same quality you'd watch a, a UFC fight at. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good, great promotion, man. Really good. Yeah, promotion. that's awesome. RJ talking about Kirk is thick than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kirk, Kirk is thick. That's what I'm saying. Kirk <laughs> got a fat ass booty. Whoa, what the fuck? Whoa, hold <laughs> no, on. No, because the other day I was sitting there and I'm talking and he just sat in me. Like I think, he sat I think his wife me. is getting ready to comment hold again. For, uh, the, for the record, let's just say no homo over this whole conversation. Yeah, yeah so as long as you say yeah. no homo, it's fine. I, I think yeah. as soon as you say no homo, it automatically makes we talk about this. Does sometimes. it really? I, in my opinion, yeah. I think but no I, homo protects you up to and including penetration. I mean, it's just hey, don't play, if don't, he, if don't he, play gay chicken with me. If you it think it's the penetration, you're gay. <laughs> you, if you say no homo, if you if, get, you, if yeah. you get the penetration, you are gay. I said up to and including. So do you think before he uh, initiated the anal pilata, he whispered no homo. Oh, that was yeah. Ma- Ma- Mauricio Shogunua yeah. before that anal pilata. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As long as you do it, I mean, it's fine, man. You lick the fingers. When yeah. you finish, you're good to go. Definitely gay. <laughs> yeah. Definitely gay. I'm more so for the Texas tees. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been great having you. Uh, <laughs> was that? The <laughs> oh, my God. The anal pilata. So that's the what we decided was the new name for the oil check. You know, the old wrestling move. Oh, yeah, the, Mauricio the Shogun. Yeah. You're yeah. getting somebody from the third, you know, you. the third yeah. hook. And get him in the third eye. <laughs> yeah. Get him in the brown eye. Yeah. It's, then now it's not the, the anal pilata. Turk, Kirk wearing them tight ass shorts, but G makes all the men a phenomenal question their sexuality. Yeah, baby. Damn. I love you, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my wife right there. I love you, girl. I'm on my way home now. Wait till I take that Viagra. Get on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's went a little left on us. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's time to go. It's time to go. Y'all kept it running. Lily, get off of our live. Yeah. With that freaky shit. Yeah. She tried to get me home. She ready. <laughs> but definitely, dude, guys, it is about time to wrap it up, man. We're about two two hours and ten minutes in. Dude, we definitely appreciate you guys coming out. It's been awesome having it to having you guys here. Look forward to watching you guys work. But it's your time, guys. Anybody you guys want to thank? Sponsors, sponsors, uh, anything. Yes. Uh I want to thank my family. I want to thank Phenomenal Fit. I want to thank Jason Knight MMA. I want to thank uh the growth and development community for uh for helping me and believing in me. I want to thank uh, family, loyalty, and money, uh, faith, love, and motivation. I want to thank everybody that just believed in me, period, man. I'm, we're going to do great things, I promise. Uh, go to my Double G MMA page. I'm a shout out to all my sponsors on my shirt. If you haven't got a shirt yet, ask my boy Nikki G how fresh they are. They are the freshest shirts out here on their Empire Fighting Championship. Grab you one today. My sponsors are on the back. I love all you guys. I appreciate uh, Fight Sport Focus for having us out here tonight, man. I love FSF. you guys. Yeah. And Let's also talk. all potential sponsors. I have no sponsors. Give me sponsors. Where yeah. y'all at? I am the guy to believe in. I Jamal, we're going we're gonna to talk to you about that off air, man. We got you. Awesome. Don't awesome. Don't worry. 23rd. 
episode of the Fight Sport Focus podcast. This was our Michael Jordan episode, man. That's right. This right. was three. And it was and it's not overrated. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go with this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cut this shit out and post. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you think, bro? I what? think I think the I think the greatest episode is gonna be twenty four. Hey, I tell you what, no matter what you say, when you think when you hear the word basketball, you think Michael Jordan. I think Kobe Bryant every time I hear hey, basketball. I, I love hey, Black Mama. Real talk. I do that. Black I, Mama. I do too. Yeah, bro. In my opinion, honestly, in my opinion, I think the Black Mamba is the greatest player to ever play. Jordan wins one-on-one. Hey, when Shaq LeBron, is out, gonna, Jordan wins one-on-one. Then we go one-on-one, Larry Bird's the greatest player. In the world. No, LeBron I don't beats think, Jordan one-on-one. I don't LeBron's know. the greatest player of all I don't time, think, Jordan's I don't special. Think, I don't think any of them beat Larry one-on-one. No. Larry Larry was special. Was super he was. special. He was different. LeBron yeah. beats Larry easy. No, he doesn't. Hey, easy. But no, you know what? Man, LeBron big soft ass. Can't beat no fucking body. Right. Hey, what, rule, what rules are we playing with? One on one, just regular rules. No, no, the, one on one. The, no, the 2020 don't touch me rules. Or Larry Bird's. Ain't no refs you playing one on one rule. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck kind of refs you think is going to come and ref a one on one? You're just playing regularly. You're just calling your own fouls. These are millionaires. You're just calling Definitely. your own fouls. Yeah. Definitely millionaires. Yeah, you can. Give me Wilt to Stilt Chamberlain, bro. Old school. Wilt to Stilt will handle all the boys. We'll come on with AI. That's true. Well, we definitely enjoyed having you, uh, says uh, Braxton, right? Look at Brandon Wiley and give us, my give boys. Us, give us old What's follow, up, B? brother. I love What's you, up, baby. baby. We love you, B. Shout out to Brandon Wiley, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. He, he had, had a great had, fight on there, too. He had a great yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. He a lot killed of people that big boy. Too. A lot he of, killed uh, that fans, big boy. A lot of, yeah. lot of support. Quick, uh, quick. I mean, uh, it showed his MMA IQ that he was able to realize, hey, I'm playing a dangerous game. Let's try something else yep. and quickly yep. adapt it. Agree. I mean, it was a beautiful fight. Agree. Yeah. Brandon's a great fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. That head and arm, baby. You can't you can't deny that yeah. head and arm. What is it? It's the rear naked and then the head and arm, man. That's like the two that you get. It's yeah. nine nine out of ten, yeah. baby. Yeah. Like you said, you that was his first submission in jujitsu. Something, something Real about talk. choking people, man. But uh <laughs> absolutely, guys. Look forward to seeing you. Boys working the new year, man. Yes, Hell sir. Yeah, bro. Love yeah. y'all. Hey, 23rd episode in the books, guys. Don't forget, follow us on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Fight Sport Focus. New episodes dropping twice weekly. We've got two coming out over the next two days. Check us out. Christmas Day, I think, is when this one's being released. So go ahead. Give it a listen if... Uh Jolly old Saint Nick ain't leave you anything. You know what I'm saying? That's you right. got a, a hefty little uh, fight sport focused podcast in your stocking. That's right. Little, so, se- little seasons beatings. Little seasons, <laughs> seasons beatings. Seasons beatings for you. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, Spotify, what? iTunes, Google. Subscribe to this shit wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, I'm Jeffrey Hoffman. This is Nikki the G. Thanks for listening.